7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program is Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there. Hi, it's wet here. <laughs> For a change. Oosh. God almighty. It's been, uh, it's still sprinkling here a little bit, but yeah, all last night it was a deluge. The wind started picking up. I heard a huge thud in the backyard, so I'm assuming the tree in the back uh, lost a limb. It did. I saw it today. I went out and was like... Ooh, I'm glad I wasn't out there taking a leak. Uh, so, <laughs> and <laughs> and of course uh, we're waiting. Uh, I think we I think rain is all set now. Uh, we had issues getting her on before we started. That's why we're like a whole minute late. Oh my god, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Turn up the nights a minute late. Uh, <laughs> hey, rain, how's it going? Hi, it's going good. Sorry, good. sorry. No, no worries, no worries. Uh, but of course, rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. We were just busy talking about that other kind of rain um, that oh. we're getting all over here. Okay, <laughs> you guys. Yes. You guys are getting slammed. We're on the outer edge of that. It's just well, been a steady drizzle and nastiness. You know, it's it's it, and it's been going on for like thirty six hours. Oh, you sure it's not two years like the Trump administration? Oh, no, no. <laughs> but speaking of umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes. Uh, an umbrella can't protect you from the Trump administration. And geez, uh, an umbrella can't be protected from Trump. Oh, that. <laughs> Well, oh, dear God. which became the subject of our next uh, clown car update this Sunday. Oh, I see. That, there's your, <laughs> yes, your, your clown car picture. Uh, yes. Is that Trump, has, Trumpy, with, Trumpy Poppins? Yeah, Trumpy Poppins with uh, a little toilet tissue stuck to his foot. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was up with that? So if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, Donald Trump was getting on Air Force One the other day, carrying his umbrella. You know, that famous big black umbrella that he wouldn't hold over his tiny son that he had following behind him instead of having your child walk in front of you, you know, in case or they fall wife. so you can catch them. Yeah. And um, so he, he's he's holding the umbrella while his kid's wearing like a short sleeve shirt. But, uh, you know, but now Trump was boarding Air Force One, got to the top. And apparently couldn't figure out how to close his umbrella. 
you know, I suppose it helps if you're smarter than the umbrella. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he couldn't. They're, he ca- could. they're complicated things, Ken. I mean, geez, they got that latch thing, and then you got to pull it. Oh, and, oh, and yeah. That Velcro strap it, oh, that goes I, around. His hands probably weren't big enough to to do all that. I don't Closing know. Closing an umbrella is kind of like flushing a fucking toilet. Well, oh you wouldn't want to see his toilet. All right. No. Okay. No, no. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, he might have tiny hands, but I'm sure his bowel movements are enormous. Um, so, uh, which I am so sorry <laughs> that I just. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No. Stop it, Ken. Yes, it's terrible. Uh, but yeah, so, so the umbrella. He's, he 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 just sets it down at the top of the stairs that go up to the airplane, <laughs> and the wind's just kind of rolling it back and forth. It. He did. He really didn't even try. He just kind of looked at it like, "I don't want to do that," and just set it down. He, I he, think I think he knew. I think he didn't think it fit through the door. So uh, he, and it, and I don't think he knows it closes. I I've, I don't you know I don't know I think uh, was uh, I mean too big to go through the door I guess uh, <laughs> we'll just keep it here and then there was another guy who ran up behind him and just like ran right past it ran past <laughs> it like, he's like that, I just pictured him being like you know that's not my fucking job you know <laughs> close your own goddamn umbrella I, I, you I'm lazy still hog just a gog at the whole thing I really yeah. am I'm a gog at it I watched it I was like no he didn't try to close it he tried to push it through it was like Grandpa Munster. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the beginning of the monsters where Grandpa comes? Was it Grandpa with the, with the broom? Yeah, it was kind of like that, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it here, like yeah. a piece of, like a piece of trash." That's not gonna fit through the door. <laughs> I read, I retweeted that, and I was like, "Today, yeah, America is this umbrella." Well, and yes. in case anybody's wondering, yes, Trump's umbrella has its own Twitter account. <laughs> of, course. of course it does. Uh, and uh, I should have looked it up before I mentioned it. But uh, yes, they, uh, somebody, somebody was on Twitter and they were like, I hope it has its own uh, Twitter account. And somebody was like, yeah, it does. And um, <laughs> Trump's sad umbrella. Uh, yeah. I, I'm still. I know. I know. It's one of those minor things to be just jaw dropped about, but it's. It's. I'm really jaw dropped about it. Like he really didn't give one damn fuck about how it looked. He didn't. He. He had. He. He was a guy who just had no. I. I can't even come up with the words for it. He was, he could have been like a homeless dude who was like, fuck it, I'm just going to leave the umbrella there. And I don't care if there's toilet paper on the bottom of my shoe. And I really don't care if the my, my pants have poop on the back of them. It was really that just there was no respect at all for the office of the presidency, if that makes sense. Yeah. He uh, just dropped yeah. it. Like, like, you know, oh, I don't need this. I'll, there'll be another one waiting for me on the other end. Yes. Like yeah. it's a like it's a styrofoam cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> disposable oh umbrella. You got it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was, I was a gog at that. I watched. I watched that video a couple of times, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow!" He just dropped it and walked in. Didn't look back. That was the no. other thing. He didn't even look back. Like you know, does is anybody watching to see if I dropped it? No, he just is like, "I'm dropping it." He could have dropped a deuce. Uh, he could sure. have dropped Just, his pants, taken a shit, 
and yeah, right there, would not, not have cared. Uh, <laughs> and you know, uh, the first two tweets from Sad Umbrella um, is, is uh, if anyone's on the tarmac at Andrews, I need a lift. <laughs> oh my God. And then the second one was, "This is not the life I was promised." <laughs> <laughs> So they really haven't tweeted a whole lot, but it's it's uh, uh he re- responded to um Seth Abramson uh, Abram Abramson he said uh, if the man can't close an umbrella how the hell can he tell us to be safe and Trump's sad umbrella says preaching to the choir <laughs> preaching to the choir Seth <laughs> uh, and then there's the 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 toilet paper caper oh the toilet paper, paper stuck to paper. the shoe the paper caper yep yeah oh my god uh he gets out of out of uh i guess uh, cadillac one to go into air force one and he had must have taken a, a shit one on the way and a little bit of the toilet paper was stuck to his shoe all the way up a little bit and was that was like eight squares. That was like eight squares. I know. I know. <laughs> nobody, nobody told him either. It was like you know those times when your zipper's down and nobody's telling you. It's like oh, a wet that Jacob Wall's friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was like a. Yes. It was like it's like he had a train on a wedding dress. But... No, I, I know J- Jacob Wall uh, Wall's friend uh, had a little zipper problem. So. What is going on? That that toilet paper, I, I still I, was that last week because it seems like a month ago. Uh, it was yeah, a week think, or a week or two, but no more but than two if, weeks. If he, if he was Maybe if he was two. in the the, the the you know the Cadillac, <laughs> the presidential vehicle, there's the no Cadillac one. There's no there's no bathroom in there, which means somebody walked, and when I say somebody, I mean Trump. He walked from wherever his last dump was. In, sure? Into the car. Into the car. The car drove. He got out of the car and walked up the stairs to Air Force One. And nobody said, Mr. You have toilet paper on your heel. <laughs> nope. Nobody. Think about that. Nobody cared. Nope. They're just no, like so- that. Yeah, it's what we got. That's what we got. I still like to think that maybe it was a really yeah. long McDonald's receipt too. So oh. <laughs> I could have been. That could have been. Had a little or bit a copy of, of the constant. Sure, a little little bit of cheese dripped off his triple cheeseburger down onto the receipt. Stuck on his shoe. I'm pretty sure. I'd, I'd like to go sure with that, except it really kind of flowed in the wind. Yeah, I think he took a dump in the in the car. I do. Or yeah. just leaked down. I think, he, I think he had a shark. Yeah. 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 And then he just, because he always wears dark suits, so you would never know unless he yeah. peed too. And as Alex know. Jones loves to say, you know, what Trump has. The big dirty asshole. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> Speaking of gay right. frogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gay frogs. Alex Jones, apparently, uh, <laughs> I was, I had to stop myself because I, I was going to say, apparently Alex Jones has lost his mind. <laughs> He lost several other people's minds the other day on Halloween. I think that clip was from Halloween. Rain, you shared it. I didn't get the audio from it because it's just it was just like I didn't I didn't honestly I didn't have time. But um, it really wasn't that much audio. Yeah, you really. Have to, you have to see it and Alex listen to Jones. The music 
Alex Jones. In the Jones, pink tutu. Dressed as a frog. I mean, and we're not just talking like he put on a costume and he sat at his desk. Oh, there was a whole no. fucking performance piece with it. Oh, yeah. He, well, he he hopped around. He darted his tongue in and out. Uh, he talked well, about whatever chemical that is that are turning the frogs gay, and there'll be no more frogs. And um, you know, and uh, all I got to say is, uh, super male vitality is a hell of a drug. <laughs> because, uh, but this this clip has kind of gotten viral. Can't wait to see what Vic Berger does with it. Um, uh, you guys familiar with Vic Berger, the guy that does all those like crazy Trump and uh, Alex Jones montages? I, I am not. I, I am not. There's a YouTube is, is channel. Is that on Twitter? There's a YouTube, YouTube channel called YouTube channel called Super Deluxe, and Vic Berger makes videos oh. like every week, and they're they're always hilarious. He he does them for other people too, but a lot for Alex Jones and Trump. So mostly for Trump. So yeah. You know, Ken Senior just posted a picture of Trump he did. with the toilet paper. Oh yes, God. and and if you notice close in the picture, uh, right where Trump's left leg is, the one with the toilet paper. Yes, it says "lift a blank," and then like <laughs> he's there, <laughs> then he's there, uh. <laughs> like lift a piece of shit or a big dirty. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, lift, lift is it lift a, and then a Trump, and a, it is a long piece of. That's a lot of toilet paper. That is that yes. is a fair amount. Boy, he that, must. That's like enough to to. All right, we don't need to. Well, go you into know, you know what's funny. You know what's funny. That's at least enough. That's at least at least not enough toilet paper for a polish up. Um, so. <laughs> or, a, or a dry dump, right? Uh, sure, uh, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, but yeah. he doesn't have the, you know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> stop. Maybe maybe he took one on his shoe. Well, and he was trying to clean it up. He could have. He could've. stepped. He, he stepped, stepped, stepped in his own shit. <laughs> yeah, on the way out. <laughs> I sl- help. I slipped in my own shark. Uh, well, you know, where's, where's- what? Uh, I I had a thought and I lost it. This is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so we have that, and then we have, uh, and I have no audio tonight, but there's a lot of things I want to talk about. Then there's there's Steve King. Steve King uh, lost his shit when he was asked a question the other day about how his rhetoric on um, migrants differed from the rhetoric of the, the, the butcher who killed 11 people last Saturday in the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Well, I have a question. What do you it, get when, you, when, when Steve King loses his shit? What do you get? Uh, another Steve King. Oh, another Steve King. Yeah, that makes yes. perfect sense. And that's uh, so far the best joke of the evening. But this guy was, you know, he was ejected. He was ejected for asking the question. He's like, "How dare you? How dare you compare me to this that that killer? Because you're saying the same things." Yeah. Yes. And he threatened to leave too. If you don't, you don't stop, stop it, I'm gonna find a safe space. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking if I was the guy, I'd just keep on rolling. Yeah, the, the, the most amazing thing to me about that that entire exchange was that all Steve King could say is "Don't compare me to him," as opposed to maybe coming up with policies, um, policy statements, and and things that he's done. He he had he. 
literally had nothing except don't compare me to the murderer. Yeah. And, he's and getting... at that point, I feel like, you know what, Steve King? Steve I'm glad, tr- I'm glad you didn't trouble. have the gun. I, I just can't believe it took so well. Now I'm. Who am I saying? Again, I need to stop myself before I say the words. Um, but I, I was about to say I can't believe it took Republicans so long to start talk. You know, you know, uh, going after his white nationalism. But you know, they've been fine with it up to this point. So why, you know, why start something new? Just go with what you know. Actually, it's pretty interesting because just before we got on air, while I was waiting for my food to be delivered, mm-hmm. and before Kenny cold and i wasn't ready um the national review came out with an article and the headline says conservatives need to draw the line at steve king really okay that's that's yeah that's the headline from the national review <laughs> and my response was well, now we know what the bar for the gop is they're against the nation knowing that they're op- that they openly support white supreme white nationalists Behind closed doors is fine. Because really, in the end, there is no way that people like Karl Rove and everybody in the GOP doesn't know that Steve King is a fucking white nationalist. Yeah, and, and a lot of they other just people don't too. Like that they were, yeah, they don't like that they're being caught. Yeah. What about yeah. the press? What about the press? Sure. Well, we're not yes. if we're gonna draw lines on white nationalists, yep. why why stop at Steve King? How about ninety percent of the Republican Party? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. Well, my, I mean, my, I mean, my point is, is oh, Carl Rove. Now you're upset about Steve King. Take a look. Take a look around at the party that you affiliate sure. yourself with. Well, in take that, a look at the fact that the president of the United States said, "I'm a nationalist." Well, here, here's yeah. one. Here's one for you. They this just, just don't like being caught. This just broke today. Um, and uh, I gotta uh, find my. Uh, on my drop for this because I want you to know uh, who says this. Um, Trump made racist comments, said black people too stupid to vote for him. Says who? Um, oh, that would be that would be Michael Cohen. That would be you. Says who? That you. So, say Michael Cohen uh, says Trump made racist comments, said black people too stupid to vote for him by Ken Meyer, posted today over at Mediaite. Michael Cohen revealed in an interview with Vanity Fair published Friday that his former client, uh, sorry, former client, Fat Donald Trump, reportedly made racist statements. The uh, his, his former attorney, uh, personal attorney, has turned against uh, his boss in a big way in recent months, not only by implicating Trump in hush money payments, but also urging Americans to vote Democrat in the midterm elections. Cohen spoke to Vanity Fair's Emily Jane Fox in light of the political violence of last week and provided four anecdotes of Trump's racist comments over the years. First, uh, the first instance uh, uh, detailed occurred in 2016. When Cohen was watching one of Trump's uh, campaign rallies and observed that his crowds were almost entirely composed of white people, Trump's reply, that's because black people are too stupid to vote for me. According to Cohen, this reminded him of a conversation he had with Trump shortly after the death of Nelson Mandela. Trump said to me, name one country run by a black person that's not a shithole. And then he added, name one city. The second instance draws parallels to the controversy sparked several months ago when Trump allegedly described Haiti, El Salvador, and countries in Africa as shithole countries. 
The third story Cohen offered was from a trip in the 2000s where he and Trump were in a car riding through a rough area of Chicago on the way to a business meeting. According to um, Trump's former lawyer, he took a note out of his he took note of his surroundings and said something to the effect of only the blacks could live like this. The last recollection Cohen had to offer was a moment when he was uh, with Trump for a discussion about the season of The Apprentice that ended uh, in a tete-a-tete between Bill Rancic and Kwame Jackson. I don't know who either one of those people are. Um, Trump was explaining his back and forth in not picking uh, on about not picking Jackson, an African American investment manager who graduated from Harvard Business School. He said, "There's no way I can let this black f word for gay win." Uh, Cohen said that in retrospect, he wished he stopped working for Trump when he heard, heard when he heard these remarks. Fox asked him why he's coming forward with all this now. Says when I uh, asked him why he was coming forward with such uncomfortable claims, Cohen was clear. He knew that the president, sorry, Trump's private comments were worse than his public rhetoric, and he wanted to offer potential voters what he believed was evidence of Trump's character in advance of the midterm elections. There you go. And in related news, sky blue, water wet, Trump racist. Hmm. Yeah, so he's he, he's a really strange character, Mr. Cohen. Like I, I says who? you rarely see says who. <laughs> he's a, you you rarely see such a, a turnaround. I mean, such a turnaround. Yeah. You know, well, uh, the last time I saw something like that was John Dean. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I, I'm. All right, I I, I got to tell you this. I'm not going to defend Cohen, but I've made it clear on this show I have a very racist father. Okay, and I spent a better part of my life race blaming him. So, I, not in recent years. I hope everybody mm-hmm. understands. Like not in the past ten, fifteen years, but yeah. Where it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, you know what? Yes, he's racist, but I I love him. I, I still love him, but I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, excusing him. I'm done excusing him, and I sort of feel like maybe that's what's going on with with Cohen. Yeah, it's a. I guess. What do you What do Ed, you guys think? I mean, you guys have been in dysfunctional relationships, right? Sure. I mean, but you know what? It kind of reminds me of almost, but in in a positive way this time. Uh, but it's it's almost as drastic as what happened with Ed Schultz when he went to RT. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, Schultz still tried to pretend that he was a Democrat. I, th- But, I, I mean, I don't... <laughs> it didn't look... You know, he'd say it, but <laughs> sure, everything else didn't sound like it. Um and I don't want to speak ill of the dead because I still I still forget Ed Schultz just died. You know. I know. Me too. It's so weird. Seriously, so me weird. too. Yeah. One thing I want to say in that last um, <clears throat> piece that you were just reading, when Trump was like, "Well, name one one country one run by a black that's doing well," I, I would like to point out we had Barack Obama for eight years. I'm wondering if it was before Obama was president. 
Oh, well. But then again, he does have the Make America Great Again um, slogan, so maybe he thought America was a shithole before a white nationalist could take it over. Yeah, he probably did. I do not like Donald Trump. No, and you know what was interesting is the the way, uh, uh, you know, Cohen related, he said only the blacks can live like this. Because didn't he say the blacks love me before? You remember that? Yes. So, yeah, so I'm sorry. Remember, yes. Remember the time? Remember the time he said, "Where's my African American?" Oh, there yeah. he is. But there my were there Af- were two my things. My African American. Yeah. The but there blacks. were yeah there were two things. The blacks love me, and then he said only bl- the blacks can live like this, and then the the shithole countries thing. So I mean, it sounds you know I mean. Sure, Cohen could just be making this shit up, but he's doing everything in his p- power to save his ass, you know. Um, and uh, it, and honestly, it seems like he's doing everything in his power to to save the country. You know, I, I really think he had. Uh, I mean, no, I know he's Jewish, but a kind of a come to Jesus moment with all this, you know. He's trying to stay out of jail. Yeah. And so, so, but honestly, saying something like that about Trump, that's not going to do anything for him. So, you know, what, 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 what is it going to do except for just piss Trump off? You know, I mean, unless that's his goal, his intended goal is to just completely make Trump and everybody in his orbit completely hate his guts or maybe you know, make Democrats welcome him, welcome him with open arms and do, and you know, stick up for him and try and keep him out of prison, you know, get some kind of allies, or, but, you know, I don't know. Or perhaps, perhaps, because I, I'm not, you know what, just because he's a Dem again doesn't mean that he's my, you know, my, he, he's not my friend. He's not my ally. No, he's not no, anything. of course not. But, but I'm saying he's looking um, for some. I think that I think the fact that he said <clears throat> he pled guilty, that's important to remember. Yeah. He pled guilty. Um, and the fact that he pled guilty to to Mueller, right? Yeah, am I remembering this correctly? Okay, you so are. he pled guilty to, to Mueller and he's out there saying this stuff. So perhaps he's out there saying all this stuff just to see. Uh, what kind well, of rise he, it's going to get he from, pled, from uh, all the people. Yeah, we, he pled guilty in in the case. You know, he pled guilty obviously to the judge in the case. So, okay. So you know, still, he I guess what I'm okay. pled guilty to the I charges that, that Mueller brought against him. I think is that how it works? I don't know. I'm 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 a little. There's a there's a there's a really good chance that there's a really good chance that he's out there saying whatever he wants to say, and just to see what the reaction is going to be from yeah. th- the people who really at this point are very very scared about him. Mm-hmm. Except for you know, dotard. Dotard. He's he's dumb as hell, but you know, just it, it it's like fishing. You know, you throw you throw the chum out there, mm-hmm. and you see you see what fish comes back to grab it. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, we, that's no, the way I'm looking at it. I've seen the fish behind them at those rallies. Oh, they're dead and rotten and stinky. Yeah, I like to throw chum at them. Oh, my God. I cannot wait until Tuesday, until election is... Okay, when I say that, yeah. I remember two years ago, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, well I think I think uh, I think it, it. You know, fingers crossed. It looks like everybody. First of all, twenty nine million people already voted. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Sure is. Well, we can pick this you up know, when we come back, but we got we got to go to the break. So so hold that thought on the election because uh, you know we'll talk about that a little bit. I don't want to talk about it too much because you know again I, I'm I'm getting that uneasy feeling that I got two years ago too. Um, but Trump is not feeling too happy right now either. He said some interesting remarks today, but uh, we're gonna listen to since we're still still technically this is Halloween week. We're going to listen to, uh, we'll talk about our trick-or-treat turnouts, too, when we come back, um, and anything else Halloween-related, but this is my 2014 edit. Wish we would have gotten a better recording of it, but Hairwolf's Dracula's Magic Ring of Power. So hang on, hang tight, and we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after uh, this. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay.
Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Deserted mansion. Halloween night. All right, dude! <laughs> Indie Media Weekly. Party till you drop. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! A- Whoa! <laughs> I just scared myself. <laughs> my, uh... I have this this rug under my chair, and I gotta turn on Mike down a little bit. I have this rug under my chair, and it my, it, it's, it doesn't go all the way under the desk, so my wheel is like or like right on the edge of it, and then I and then like went tonk and fell down, and uh, it scared me. So oh. thought, thought my chair was collapsing, but it only collapsed like I don't know an eighth of an inch, <laughs> if that sixteenth. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. I finished dinner. I'm focused now. I'm sorry if I was unfocused. Oh. First half hour of the show. That's all right. Oh, and you know what? That's the second time I scared myself tonight, just the, in the course of getting set up for the show and everything. Uh-oh. Uh, because second when I... Because, you know, every time I turn my microphone on, I go, check one, too. And, um, of course, I'm not completely used to the new box. So when I did it, it sounded like this. Check one, two. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah, I got to hit the bypass button. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I scared myself. I was like, uh, uh, it's haunted. And, of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. When are you getting your Roland VT3? <laughs> I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> okay. All right. So I don't, I don't want to compete with you, uh, uh, you know, on the show to begin with. Well, you know, yeah, I understand. Because you know, if if we start that, you and I are going to be doing that all night. Oh yeah, It'll be the entire show, never uh-huh. ending, never ending. Oh yeah. So yeah, 
Uh, which it could be good on some nights, really. Yeah, there are some nights we could use that. We'll just all get them. We'll just we'll just all get them. Look, I guess I don't need it because my voice is just a uh, changing pitch on its own. So uh, we'll just all get them. Uh, that's always I'm that's, sorry, it's, that's the most fun. That, that that's too funny. I, it, I'm still considering it though. Yeah. Uh, I can I understand. So uh, anyway, uh, and welcome. By the way, yep. good for Meow Goodness. I know she's holding. He. She's. I know that Meow. He. Oh my God! After all these years, I still do that. Meow is still going to vote for Mansion. Thank you, Meow. Thank you, Meow Goodness. Vote blue, no matter who. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, just real quick, uh, we, we, you know, Halloween. I don't know how everybody's turnout was. We had. We had a whopping 12 kids come to the house, which is pretty good for us, really, because, again, we're the only family on the street who gives out candy. You know, we're the only only people on the street who give out candy. And, you know, to me, it's 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 crass because of who lives on the street, because there's like an older guy who lives with his mom. No excuses. Give some candy up. Um, there's uh, there's a, a younger married couple with two little kids. Uh, no excuses. Get some candy out. Uh, there's a, a couple who lives directly across the street from us uh, who are mm, in their early 40s with a like 20-year-old daughter. No excuses. Get some candy out. There's the lovely gay couple across the street who is the other family who used to give out candy on the street, and they haven't done it like the last two years. No excuses. Give some candy out. Um... And, uh, and, and, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's some elderly families. There's a really crazy guy named Rocco. Don't give candy out, Rocco. You just stay where you are. You <laughs> scream, scream in the night. Um, and, uh, yeah, actually he, pff, shit, he, you know, he could be like the, the serial killer of our street. Um, and then there's another older guy, Buzz. He's got, you know, he's kind of got ba- a bad knee and everything. I don't expect him to do anything. Then our landscaper, I get the landscaper. She goes, she gets up at the crack of dawn. So she goes to bed at like, you know, stupid o'clock. Um, she goes to bed at like seven o'clock. So I can understand that. But for the most part, just, you know, there's like six houses on this street that have no damned excuses at all. And uh, it, it, it's just like, it, this is what bothers me because, you know, um, you know, I, I mean, this is. <sighs> This lack of community, and it's been going on for a long time, especially on our street. I've witnessed it, witnessed it through three presidencies, you know, Bush, uh, Obama, and, and Trump. And I don't know what everybody's political affiliation is. I think I have a strong feeling they're either completely apolitical or, or conservative, um, you know, except, you know, I think the gay couple's probably pretty liberal, and then uh, there's a the older... There's an older couple who lives in the corner who I think are probably liberal, but I don't know. But, you know, it, it bothers me because, you know, I like this neighborhood and it's a nice street. You know, Rain, you've been here. You know, it's it's a, yeah. it's a nice, cozy little street. Um, we're, we're very diverse, too. You know, there's a our street is, is incredibly diverse. Just our little block. You know, again, we've got, you know, black, white, Asian, Latino, gay, straight. Uh, you know, older people, younger people, middle people, short people. Uh, well, <laughs> as you, as you all know, this is our first Halloween here. Yeah. 
in our new neighborhood, um, we went through nine pounds of candy. That's great. Wow. Nine pounds of candy. And um, it was, it, it, this was a new experience for us. Um, <clears throat> you know, our old neighborhood, it, there were, there were years where you had more, you had less, but this, this was new because we're new on the block. We're the new kids mm-hmm. on the block. Literally. You can make a joke N-K-O-T-B! about that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it 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 started around six and it ended around eight thirty nine and it was intense. That's great. Um, and so I I guess I the thing is Ken is I I I understand what you're saying and I get that feeling, um, and I hope I hope here where we live now we don't have that we don't have what you what you're experiencing mm-hmm. does that make sense i hope um yeah. we're new um we, we handed out some good ass candy oh do tell and to joe's joy we didn't have any fucking neko wafers good <laughs> for you good for you <laughs> but um but they are good know. skid skid resistant uh, anyway keep them in your car you can anyway. use them for sharpshooting oh yeah Bob dressed up. Bob dressed up as a mad scientist, and I dressed up as some somebody. I, I pulled out an old costume that I had, and it was mm-hmm. an old Day of the Dead. And I, I can't tell you, there were like three or four kids who were like, "Are you Coco?" And I was like, "Well, Coco was boy, but okay, let's go with that." It was really sweet. It was really sweet because mm-hmm. um, we this this area is incredibly diverse, hmm. and. Um, it was really cool. It was really cool to to be able to hand out all the candy and um, it, it, after Wednesday was Wednesday was Halloween. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I'm a little phlegmy tonight. I feel a cold coming on. But uh oh, um, Thursday and and today, it was so many. Of the kids were like, "Thank you for the candy," and I was like, "I don't even remember you. You were in disguise." Yeah, who were you dressed up as? And everyone kid, I was I was Spider Man. I was like, I remember which you. One? <laughs> well, yeah. Which See, one? Which one? That's the thing. I was just like, yes, I remember you. So we we did, Halloween here was really fun. Oh, it you was, know, it was it was good, and it was it was new. It was really mm-hmm. new. You know, I miss Nine this. Nine pounds of candy yeah, that, is a, a lot. lot of fucking candy. I, I missed, I, I want to find out what you gave out, but I missed it, but I was really excited. Susan, um, I was out back, and Susan answered the door for a couple of kids that came up, and I guess one was dressed like Robin from Batman and Robin, and I'm like, oh my God, that's like unheard of to dress up as Robin anymore, but I guess there's like the Teen Titans Go cartoon that kids are watching, but I hope they're not watching the new Titans show on the DC streaming service, because that's really adult. Um, uh, Robin says the F word. Um, (laughs) And and, uh, I don't mean fiddlesticks, kids. But yeah, so we we ended up giving out uh, a lot of Reese's stuff. We, We got this like mixed bag of of reese's stuff that you know we plus we got the bags of the the little reese's pumpkins susan got like four bags of those and then we got the big mixed bag and it had like kit kat and uh almond joy of which i took all uh <laughs> <laughs> um and uh and, and you know fun a little little mini hershey bars you know all that fun stuff and we, we had a little bit of leftover 
But what was sad was one of my coworkers, her son, w- had a fever on Monday of 103, and they thought Ooh. he might they thought he might have strep, and he was feeling pretty terrible. But he still wanted to try and trick or treat. And she said they made it for about 20 minutes before she had to take him home. Uh, but even before I found out about that, I was like, "All right, let's put together a little bag." And Susan actually bought this really cute little like discount store trick or treat bag with you know like like a mini shopping bag kind of thing, uh, with bats and cats on it or something. And uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, take that thing." It was thirty cents at the at the store. And so I, well, I just threw stuff stuff in there. Uh, I put some, put some pez in there. I put one of my cans of Flarp that I don't use in it. Uh, so he was excited about nice. that and uh, I gave him a little alien uh, th- I found these weird little almost like Lego alien figures and I threw one of those in there because it's I love the xenomorph um, and you know in loads of chocolate and sour balls remember those sour balls from our uh, <laughs> our party rain yes I love sour balls finally got rid of them <laughs> <laughs> Every kid that came to the door, every yeah, uh, yeah, I got them in July. Um, They're still um, good. They're still, but I every kid that came got a fistful of those, and then at least like three or four pieces of chocolate. You know, maybe five or six. And uh, yeah, one of the things I shared on Facebook, and and to me, I don't know if I could express it. I don't know if I expressed it as well on my Facebook status, but this was kind of moving to me. So the kids are coming around and all the candy and we had we had one one kid who showed up and I was like, What's your costume? And she said, I'm an earth fairy. And then we had another, it was a monarch butterfly, and we had a ton of unicorns. Ton of unicorns. And then we had, you know, the boy costumes. You know, I just the boy like from the games. I don't know all the games that the boys play, but one kid, one kid came up to the house, and he was with his friend, and and this this kid looked like a princess. Yeah. And he asked, "Are are you a princess?" And his, I asked. I thought she was a princess. I want to make this clear. I thought she was a princess. Yes. I asked, "Are you a princess?" And and he said no. And his friend that was with him said, "He's normal." He's normal. And and I realized at that point that I, we had like, a, I think, I think we had a transgendered kid. And and all I could say was, of course, he's normal. Have some candy. I, I felt a little bad. I felt a little bad thinking that it was a she when it was a he. Well, and. And but the, but the thing is, is that I, I don't think I made the kid feel uncomfortable at all. It was like, of course, everything's normal. Have candy. It was it was kind of beautiful. Yeah. And it was learning. It was learning moment for me. Well, there you go. There you go. If that makes I hope that makes sense to everybody out there in the chat room. It does. It does. And I Michelle, uh, since we're talking about this, I I, uh, I told Michelle to call in now because we're, we're going to take other calls later. Uh, but Michelle can't resist talking about trick-or-treat because she's kind of the queen of it in uh in uh florida uh yeah yeah i am i'm sorry <laughs> oh don't be sorry don't be sorry I'm, I'm glad you 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 mentioned calling in say hi to everybody hello joe hello rain hello, hello. 
You know, so, it's, uh, it was our it was our 21st anniversary this year. So that's right. Happy anniversary again. Happy anniversary. We're catching Happy up to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that for you before we, I, I did it uh, the other day for you. But uh, let's let's go ahead and make it official because you know, twenty one. That's legal drinking. That's legal drinking age in most states. So uh, your birthday can get wasted now, oh, or your anniversary. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary! But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary! Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Once again, happy anniversary uh, to you, uh, and we'll uh, get the continuing adventures of how Miles wooed you on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Oh, and there's there's so much more because he actually had me scared at one point, but that's that's something else entirely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, tell her, tell everybody you posted a picture of you and Miles. You you dressed up in some pretty ghoulish uh, makeup and costumes the other night. Yeah, Miles was, you know, like a, a, a voodoo loa, like a, a Papa Samdi, one of okay. those really, really creepy skeletal-looking creatures, and I was his living voodoo doll. Ah, okay, I get it now. That's that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, so we, it, we, we... And your, your yard is a sight to behold as well. Oh, yeah, we have a very large graveyard. We have dragons all over the friggin' place. Now, what's sad is, you know, he got some really good pictures of them in the daytime, but we forgot to take them at night. It happens. Before we actually shut things down, so. <laughs> well, that's what I had to do at our 20th wedding anniversary, is I didn't take any pictures all night, and I had to reach out to everybody else who went, I was like, did you take any pictures? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, you take well, we any some- pictures at our party? Uh, yeah, so- we have some- we had some from the previous year, but we added mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff since then. So it's kind of like, we can't really do that. Did you take it all down already? Oh, yeah, yeah. We we take it down the, the, the next day and the day after just to make sure. You get the, we, we've got people out here that keep their Christmas decorations up to late January. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be one of these people for Halloween. Oh, you know? oh I have a, a jackass across the street who keeps the Christmas lights strung all year round. Oh, Wow. He thinks yeah, we can't no, we, see um, them if he thinks we big, can't he thinks we can't see them if they're not plugged in. Go ahead. We also had a really big cold front come in and a big big windstorm today. Oh, so I'm glad we got everything in. So those so. dragons would have taken flight. Oh hell yeah! And I don't <laughs> want my big blue one to be hurt. So no, but we no. had um we had ninety plus kids. Nice. Not counting the repeats because we do get repeats. Yeah, and I. I I've begun to recognize them because of the same kids. They don't wear costumes, but they want to come back for, you know, more treats. So, because we give out candy bags, we give out yeah. these little cellophane bags that we've put at least sixteen pieces of candy in them. Wow. And I'm I'm talking Kit Kats, Twix, uh, Pop Rocks, Necco you know, wafers. Necco wafers. No neck wafers. No. But there are sweet tarts. <laughs> there are hairy bones. Not the neck wafers, people. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like them. I like neck wafers, but no, I don't. I don't buy those for candy treats. No. No. Exactly. I hear you. But, and we give glow, uh, glow stick, glow sticks. 
And I'm yeah. not talking the little mini glow sticks. I'm talking the six-inch glow sticks. So there you go. So uh, this has been going. Yeah, this mm-hmm. has been going for um, for 18 years, and we're actually having kids now coming with their kids. <laughs> nice. That's yes. awesome. Yes. So, and we have people coming around from from. 12, 15 miles away because they heard from heard about it from friends of theirs at high school or at middle school. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And we, we, we love it. It's, it's our holiday. We play it up big, and that's what we enjoy. So, so uh, I have a question. anniversary with the kids. Yeah, so I have a, a question for you. Was there, was there a very memorable costume for you? From a, on a kid? Uh, yeah, there were two kids that came. I don't know if any of you have seen this yet, but there are these blow-up costumes that kids wear. They're like like uh, they're like walking air balloons. Yeah. Yes. And, and one of one of our friends that games with us, their kids came over for the first time in maybe fifteen years that we've done doing this. They came over, and she was dressed as a huge Tyrannosaurus Rex. Wow. Very cool. And it was so cool. And then we had another kid that came shortly after there. I'm like, is that Nikki again? No, it wasn't. It was another kid in the same type of outfit. So it was kind of really cool. Oh, you know, the the woman that I work with, I was talking about uh, sending Candy home to her son. It's really a bummer because his costume was really cool. It's kind of like that, one of those uh, inflatable ones. Not, It's not enormous, though. But basically, what it is is your uh, your upper torso is exposed in this thing, but it goes over your legs, and then in front it has another pair of legs, and oh no, on the back it has a little jetpack, and then it it looks like your legs are covered with like flames, so you're flying around and your little you have little legs hanging in front of you. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So I'll try and find that. Yeah. Uh, I'll find it on on Amazon and. Because uh, that's where she bought it, and uh, show everybody the picture. But uh, I love these inflatable. You know, there's really clever things they've been doing. They make them now for, you know, just about everything. It's it, well, I shouldn't say just about everything, but th- there's some really um, clever costumes done like that. And I love the the T Rex ones are hilarious. Yeah, they they were really cool because it. What's funny is the girl that that the our, the, the girl that we knew. She has a character in one of our D&D games, and she is a, a druid, a little tiny gecko-type hybrid, but her ma- her animal companion is a raptor. So I'm like, is that couple? And she's like, yeah. It's like, all right. <laughs> so she, she, she was uh, going as, uh, out on Halloween as her raptor cuddles. So. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I th- uh, I uh, I'm about ready to save the picture for this, but yeah. So um, yeah, we wh- don't take much pictures because we're just so busy trying to hand out candy and keep the lawn ornaments from going crazy. So yeah, it, that was actually us yesterday. There were so many kids. Oh yes, there's so many kids. I mean, I I couldn't take pictures of our our yard. I know we didn't do anything near what you did, but we have two flower beds that are in the front yard that are empty. And so on one side, I put, you know, we had a plastic skeleton. I put that in there and put it <clears throat> and put a, you know, Bob bought um, 
a headstone. And on the other side, I have a, you know, a little plastic skull and a little rat that I turned it into eating the skull. And there was another headstone <laughs> there. And we put, we put up, you know, the, the, the strobe lights and we had our pumpkin and it, it was kind of creepy. It wasn't super fancy, but, uh, but yeah, the kids were like, Oh, I love the, I, this was, this Halloween was pretty amazing. To me, it was pretty amazing because it was just all the kids came, you know, we handed out the candy. Um, and it was also nice meeting our new neighbors. Oh, that's, Even yeah. though that's, I couldn't I couldn't tell who they were. But that's sure. the best way to do it, though. You know, you, know. You, 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 get, you make yourself like a, you know, just, you're, you're setting yourself out there and you're opening your house out to them, you know, basically. Yes. You know, giving candy and stuff like that. We had a couple, we had one group, the kids couldn't understand what I was saying. Because they're they're they're, they're Hispanic children. Yes, so I had we, no problem with that. But they were dressed as like the little kid was dressed as, as Captain America and stuff. I'm like, hey, this is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we we had a lot of that too. We have a lot. I mean, here I'm I'm still learning the neighborhood, and I love it. But we we just we have people from all around the world, and a couple of times it was like, hola, hola. Yeah, a, a but, lot of our neighborhoods like that as well. But it was it was so it was really fun this year, and and the adults in our neighborhood learned that Bob and I drink Oktoberfest with dry ice in it, so it bubbles. Very cool. All right, I put a picture of that jetpack costume in the chat. It's pretty awesome. It's better than I remembered it. Um, but uh, not, um, well, Michelle, uh, we're gonna have to let you get going because we're at the top of the hour. But thanks for calling and sharing your experiences. It sounds like you had a great time. Oh, we we always do. You know, we, we, we try to make it out for the kids. You know, it's also a celebration for ourselves. So we like giving. Oh, and well, Happy know, anniversary again. Oh, thank you. Yeah, happy anniversary. Thank you, guys. You guys take care. Love you all. All right. Happy Love you, too. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. All right. Um, so yeah, we're gonna, we got a very special episode of Mike Check Radio tomorrow you don't want to miss. Uh, we have some, uh, I think it's okay for me to spoil it, uh, but we have some people from Nerds Vote coming on the show tomorrow, which is very exciting. Some very famous voice artists. I won't spoil who they are. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's gonna be, and I'm sorry if I wasn't supposed to say that, but uh, we really need to promote it. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's gonna be worth it. Everybody should check it out. Uh, but yeah, Joe, now you guys, you guys, uh, from my understanding, you, you, you're not really in kind of the, the neighborhood that has houses real close by to, to give out candy, right? No, we live more or less on a, sort of like a highway. Mm. It's not a, a real neighborhood. We're spaced out because yeah. everybody has a few acres and yeah. And there's not real there's not any kids around. Most of the people who live here are older and they don't and their kids are grown and gone. Mm -hmm. So uh what That's I did kinda, years ago anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. Is I, I just changed my doorbell sound to the sound of a chainsaw so nobody comes anymore. Nice. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> I, I, I can I can admire that. Um, but I understand the no. Community. Actually, yeah. You're, actually, you're it was, on like a rural route, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. it's uh yeah we're nestled in the mountains and it's not it's like uh very open and yeah we're spaced apart and there aren't many kids to begin with. There used to be sure. when I first got here, and we'd get 
maybe five or six. You yeah. Know, but it's hard because their parents had to drive them here and pull up in the driveway and knock on the door. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it, there's no sidewalk. That's kind of so, what I, mean, I figured. No- yeah, that's kind of what if I, I kind of had a good idea of where, I, I think I've seen pictures of the outside of your house before, and it kind of reminds me of certain areas here in Ohio that are, again, like you said, a lot of acreage and, you know, you know, not a, no, you know, not push mower lawns, you know, <laughs> no, no, so no. Baylor, Baylor lawns. Yeah, that's the kind, <laughs> right. of, that's the kind right. of place I grew up in. I understand right. that. Yeah. So yeah, we I, we lived on a farm uh, for a while when I was a kid that was like that. I mean, there were no sidewalks. You know, it was it was two lane road. Um, you could walk down it, you know, but you better step in the ditch if a truck's coming by. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah, something. So yeah, yeah, it's I, absolutely. I get that. Not safe for kids yeah. on our I road. To, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's a state highway, actually. You know? Yeah, we had to walk like a mile or two to get to the sidewalk where where that farm was. Yeah, so, so it's not kid friendly. Plus, when my niece's kids were younger, uh, she would bring them yeah uh, here, and you know we'd have we usually gave cash or wrote checks. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, <laughs> if we now, if we knew they were coming, we would have candy and stuff. Of course, but, of course. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We got to get going. We got to get Bobber on to defend his love of Necco wafers. So. Uh, okay. Uh, and and much more. So, uh, but yeah, we'll be right back. Uh, we'll we'll do more calls later on. I just wanted to get Michelle on to talk about her night because I know that she probably of everybody who is part of the show has the biggest Halloween. Uh, thing going on unless you guys are keeping a secret from me um but uh anyway break time we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick smooth talking jive talking street thug kennypick.com in the dark of the night Something strange is going on. You see that movie? Night of the Living Dead. Sure. They ship those bodies. Well, say hello. The dead have risen from the grave. How many did you say? A hundred. And now the question is, how do we get them back into the ground? Bert, Frank, we have a little problem. Ah, Four left. Ten right. Ah, Because technically, you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. Ah! How do you kill something that's already dead? Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains, right? Brains. Brains. I hit the brain. Oh! 
The show. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! And welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I gave a little teaser there with that Hello Darkness, my old friend. I'll tell everybody when we get Bobber on the line. But, of course, welcome back uh, to Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Hi. We're wet. Yep. Wet electrical city. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're grounded. Bad combination. Yes. (laughs) And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., welcome back to you. Hi, we're not that wet. We're just damp and moist. Moist. We're damp Uh, and moist. There you go. And uh, somebody who knows something about moisture, the Braumeister, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog uh, in Washington D.C. Yeah, from now. Let me see if I get this right, Bobber. Uh, well, here I gotta, I gotta get this right first. Uh, there we go. Um, you do need some moisture in beer, correct? It's a, it's a pretty important ingredient. Sure. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I mean, you can, have, you can have dry whiskey, but you know, dry beer just isn't. Yeah. Work. Uh, uh, but anyway, welcome to the program. Um, I don't know, uh, at the, the, the beginning, the beginning of the, the show, you know, I play a little clip usually at the top of the hour. I do Hello, I did this one as I told you guys a little secret and, um, I can tell now I can, I can, you know, because there is Edie Burkell and the new Bohemians are playing in Cleveland right now at the venue where I work. And I'm not going to say the name Love of the venue. Her. Uh, not a fan. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't I'm like the way she pronounces. I don't like the way she pronounces water in songs. So <laughs> take me to the shallow water. Water. Um, okay. Um, and <laughs> apparently I don't know how this is possible, but apparently, um, uh, 
Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians, uh, the, the lead singer, Edie Brickell, somehow she knows Paul Simon. I'm not sure exactly how. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding? Are you yes, joking? I am kidding. I know that much that they're oh. married. <laughs> God damn it. I was having a Joe moment. Um, huh. And... <laughs> And, uh, I, I, well, the sound check was going on, uh, tonight. There's a little fella in a black sports coat and a uh, black sports coat and a white ball cap. Only two apples high. Um, and he was warming up with the band and I was like, holy shit, Paul Simon's playing tonight with Edie Burkell and the new Bohemians. And, um, Apparently he knows the lead singer. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I told having a joke. I said that. Moment? I said that joke to my co- couple of the co my co cooler coworkers tonight. I was like, yeah, oh yeah, I heard she she's friends. With, you know, they're uh, I heard he knows the lead singer, and uh, and they were like, ah, see what you did there, um, and uh, and yeah, so so the show has barely cracked like twelve percent ticket sales, and that this is like the best kept secret in Cleveland right now. Is that Paul Simon is about to make a, 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 a you know a huge deal in front of about three hundred and fifty people, <laughs> and it's flying under the radar because it was a surprise to everybody. Nobody knew the show wasn't billed that way. They didn't say he was coming and he was going to perform. He just started warming up with the band, and you know, and of course, there's no guarantee. Even if we went out and you know, we're saying, oh, he's going to be here tonight, you know. So I was talking to, you know, some people in, in production, well, not production, but like talent. They were like, oh, if only we could have built it this way, we could have sold tickets. So I've already said too much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, get in your car, head down to Cleveland. <laughs> uh, go see, uh, uh, potentially see Paul Simon. Um just uh, search on the internet for where Edie Burkell is playing, and you'll find out. Uh, so oh, anyway, that's interesting. What I'm <clears throat> she's she's playing here in D.C. tomorrow night. What? Well, tickets yep. are pro- probably sold a little bit better there, but probably not my, by much. Depends on the venue, really. I mean, D.C.'s much hipper, and you know, uh, an act like her would go over a lot better. Because I mean, we 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 get you know. People love going to see fucking Pink Floyd cover bands, and you know, we 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 sell out like you know hip hop shows and in weird. Hey, this person's on YouTube, and now they're on tour, and you won't know who they are in six months. And you know, and we, you know, we sell there. There's certain things we sell out. There's certain performers that that will sell out in Cleveland, but it's 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 stuff like Clutch, you know. Yeah, I- Ken, I got to tell you something. When huh. you said DC is much hipper, I was kind of laughing. It, I think it is. DC I, I think is there's not a, that there's probably much a hip, hipper. I we would have say freaking Paul no. Ryan. I would say <laughs> that DC DC you know famously has had uh, a pretty great independent music scene, and you know it seems like there's probably a little bit more devotion to some of these stars that were. You know, not, you know, not like, you know, classic rock radio or, you know, That's pop, true. you know, okay. outright pop. We, we still have Paul Ryan. 
you do have Paul Ryan, and he's the the, the least hip. Who Mitch was it? McConnell. What band did he quote one time? Didn't he quote like a rap act or something like that, trying to be all cool or something? Or no, Rage Against the Machine. Nickelback? Rage Against the Machine. He was like, and then the people, That's and then right. Tom Morello That's from right. Rage Against the Machine was like, we are a- a diametrically opposed to every fucking thing Paul Ryan stands for. Take <laughs> take our take our name out of your filthy mouth. Um, so. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so so that's uh that that's uh that's uh an interesting little tidbit. Again, best kept secret in Cleveland, right? Not like anybody's gonna listen to this and be like, oh, I can't believe Ken told that. And again, there's no guarantee it's gonna happen. I just know he's in town. Um, oh, he's gonna play. He's gonna play. His wife is like, come on, man. I've only sold twelve percent of tickets. Yeah. I, I, we should up. probably stop talking about the numbers and stuff like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. I, I'm the one who started it. So, um, uh, but uh, but anyway, that that is interesting. So that's why I uh, and it was funny because you know Bob and Rain were saying, "Oh, I wouldn't. I you know if you wanted to cancel, turn up tonight. That'd be a good excuse. You can go see it." And I'm like, "Well, if if I liked Edie Burkell or Paul Simon, that might be a possibility." Um, but I have issues with both. More Paul Simon than Edie Burkell, really. What? Do you you want me to tell you why I have a problem with uh, Paul Simon? Yeah, yeah. actually, He's, I do, Ken. Yeah. Le, 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 Ken. Okay. Uh, three words. He's a thief. Um. There was. Oh. There's a very well documented case of of in at least on one account and potentially more. For his Graceland album, you know, he kind of did the whole world beat thing on that. And he went to different countries and, you know, found different artists of different ethnicities to record with and everything. Well, um, he found, you know, different artists and different performers and stuff like that all all around. And one of the tracks, I don't know the name of the song, um, but um, Los Lobos was on the album. If anybody remembers, Los Lobos did, you know, a lot of songs for the soundtrack for La Bamba. And they have a great song called Will the Wolf Survive? I love that song. Um, and, you know, uh, some other stuff. I, I'm not a huge fan of Los Lobos, but everything I've heard from them I like. It's not really my genre, but they, they have, they, they're good songwriters. Um, the guys from Los Lobos related this story, like two of the members of Los Lobos related a story to Rolling Stone or something like that. It's out there. Just search, search for Paul Simon Los Lobos. And... Basically, Paul Simon, you know, they all go to the studio. They're supposed to meet with Paul Simon because he they he wants like you know, a Latino flavored song for the album. And so he decided, you know, oh, somebody played him Los Lobos, and he's like, yeah, these guys, I want to work with them. And and basically, Paul Simon shows up. He rolls up into the studio, and he's like, oh, you know, play me one of the songs of your people, kind of thing, you know. I don't know if he, he said exactly that. And he was like, they're like, what are you talking about? We're, we're a band. No, just, you know, play, play your music of, you know, that you do in your region of the world. And they're like, uh, we're from LA, you know? <laughs> and, and, oh, you know, dear. Okay. and, 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 he, and he, he's like egging them on to, to do, you know, like a traditional piece for them. And they don't do that. They have a flair to their music in the style of songs they write. But, you know, it's not like they're playing, you know, 
so you know you know folk songs from their culture or anything like that you know they're they're just playing you know kind of uh latin american themed tinged rock and so they're like uh well we really don't do that and he's like oh just just play so they played one of their own songs they're like we just don't jam we just don't make songs up on the spot you know so they played him one of their songs and they recorded it and he used it and that little shrimp took full fucking songwriting credit for that song Did they sue? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they did. But um, but yeah, he took. But you know, it, the, the, it, it's a do- well documented case. I think basically what they they wrote it up to. We're a small act. He would crush us. Uh, it did boost our career to a certain amount. So I guess we'll take it. I think that's kind of how it played off. It's been a long time since I read the article, but ever since I read that, I was like, oh. <sighs> Uh, that's terrible. That is so fucking horrible. And it was, you know, kind of racisty too, you know? Just like, oh, well, play the songs of your people, you know? I mean, you you had that little interest in finding out who in, who Los Lobos was and what they did that you just thought that they were, you know, you just waltz right in and take credit for music and arrangements, you know. And and so to me, that makes it very suspect with, you know, he worked with African performers, and I don't know who else. I know that one of his big hits was with African performers. Um, but, you know, it makes me wonder if he did that to other artists, you know. that, that He's just like, play, do what you do, and I'll write lyrics, and I'll take full songwriting credit and arrangement credits or whatever. So, so I don't know. Bobber, resident musician. What what do you what do you think? Well, yeah, that is pretty shitty for sure. Um, you know, if I don't know how often he did this, but if it's just a one time thing, considering all the other incredible music he's written, I'll I'll uh, I'll you know weigh the good against the bad and side with the good. I guess. Well, there you go. So. Um, not me. None shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, you know, I was never really a fan of him. And, you know, like I said, it happened on this article and it was, uh, you know, uh, moon Mayor says my cat is currently singing the song of his people. <laughs> I'd record that and steal <laughs> that. So cats don't get copyright credits. Um, so, <laughs> But anyway, that that's you know that's a quick I love little story. His, I'm sorry, I love his music. I love him with Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's that's sort of the I era. That I, I really can't like. hate him. I. Not that you do, Ken, but. Oh, sorry, I hate no. him. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I disagree. That's the era of, of his songwriting that I thought was when he was really mm-hmm. at his peak. When you know, being honestly writing songs that. that represented him as opposed to borrowing from you know other genres you mean you you're not a your favorite song is you can call me betty betty wetty wetty you can call me al that's not your favorite favorite song (laughs) 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 i you know you know didn't love that video with him and i i have no idea what the fucking words are that song it just every time i heard it i was like i'd see that goddamn video with him and chevy chase dancing together and i'm just like fucking change Um, the channel oh yeah change it 
So it's like, why is Chevy Chase I, I even in there? You said Betty Weddy and everybody in the chat room right now is talking about how when Idi Brickell sings, it looks like she's peeing on stage. Oh, oh my goodness. My mind. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, um, Jay Colley says a comedian long ago poked fun at that. I'm not aware of too many things, but I know it looks like I pee when I sing. So, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, oh, okay, that's the I'm not aware of too. Yeah, okay, I, I don't remember how it goes. I'm not but yeah, aware that's, of too many things. Okay, yeah. All right, so so that's that. Now, J- uh, Bob, you, you you ready to defend Necco wafers on the show? <laughs> Necco wafers rock, man. I, I love Necco wafers. I've always loved them, except for the black ones. I I don't mind the black ones. Racist. <laughs> But I'm not a Neckoist like Joe. What do you call a Necko what? A Neckoist. No, no, no. He's a Neckophobe. He's a Neckophobe. A Neckophobe. I'm an anti Neckotite. You're an anti Neckite. I'm an anti Neckite. Yes. The next thing you know, I'll say that they belong in their own packaging. Yes. But, yeah, Neckos, I hate. (laughs) But uh, I have a question for you, Bob. Could you make Necko beer? Um, Yeah, I don't see why I would do that. I was expecting. I would. I was expecting. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't do that. I don't see why I would do that. So why would you do that? <laughs> how, how do Necco wafers go with beer? Um, I actually have never done that. You probably find a good pairing. Maybe so, yeah, the different flavors would probably go better with different beers. You know, sure. Like True flavored ones would go good with the Saison. Yeah. Could you dip them like <clears throat> Oreos? I was going to say the chocolate ones would go good with a stout. Are or we really well, talking about Necco pairing with beers? Yeah. yeah. I love this. Let's continue. <laughs> I should do this for one of the homebrew club meetings. There you the go. The reason I bring it up is because, to me, you have to be drunk to eat Neckos, but... <laughs> wow! <laughs> I knew this was going to get cold. See, it was go- going somewhere. <laughs> it was going somewhere. My Are you aware what happened on Good Mythical Morning, uh, Bobber? Oh yes, I, I, I saw that. I, I think that uh, I think they're also uh, necophobes as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Anti-necker. Good Mythical Morning rank good. Yeah. Good Mythical Morning. Good Mythical Morning ranked the worst Halloween candy of all time. Uh, we mentioned it. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Spoilers. Necco wafers became in last. Uh, it was the, considered the worst. It and I was surprised they didn't make it just straight up black licorice because I, I don't mind black yeah. licorice, but I'll tell you what, black licorice does taste a lot like medicine. Necco wafers it don't. Does. Necco wafers do not. Well, yeah, t- plus there's the texture the, that black licorice. It, it's like you're chewing on rubber. Yeah, yeah. and Necco it, it wafers. Does. I mean, you crunch them up, and it, they taste like candy hearts, but with you know a little bit of flavors in them. You know, they're uh, you know. The the I, the black licorice uh, for for the people in the chat that don't watch Good Mythical Morning they explained that it started off as a medication. Oh, that's right. It was like um, and it did it didn't make it. So so they 
figure, well, then it's a candy. Sure. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, doesn't it? That, well, that, and, yeah. you know, I would have put, I, uh, honest to God, I would have put Circus Peanuts probably in the last, uh, if it, if, I would have, you know, I would have fucking, uh, Banana Laffy Taffy was on there too, and that shit's terrible. Oh, I'll That's take awful stuff. I'll take Necco. I don't I like, again. I like, I, I like the raspberry or the cherry, or whatever. Yeah, the, I like that uh, too. Ar- it's really good. Artificial banana flavoring is some of the most heinous bullshit. It doesn't taste like food. And I will say this: is medicine-y as black licorice tastes, it still tastes like it should be inge- It could, you know, should be something you ingest. But banana laffy taffy just straight up tastes like chemicals. I couldn't believe that 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 you know i don't know what they put that up against i don't remember what they put that up against but it was uh it was interesting but these are the same people they did um munch madness uh last march which was great they they found the the best the greatest snack in uh uh on their list was um the gentle lover known as lay's uh, salt and vinegar or lay's uh, sour cre- sour cream and onion sour cream and onion uh, a gentle lover yeah, which I can get on board with. If you don't watch Good Mythical Morning, it, it, it's it's worth your YouTube uh, watching pleasure. Yeah, they their sense of humor is very similar to what we do here. You and, know, and, yeah, and they and they and they're very good at it, and 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 they always come up with some really weird things to do with yeah. stuff. And they don't. And they never get political, so it's a good break. They do a new show every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I will say this: they have gotten political a little here and there. And guess which yeah. way it leans? Left. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with anti Necco. Um, no, they're 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 not fans of Trumps. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's been a few things that have been said on the show, and. I'm a, I follow their their producer uh, Stevie and a few other uh, of the the uh, um, I follow them and their producers and their staff and they're always on Twitter uh, you know they're they're pro I'm with her they were pro Hillary they you know um, they're anti Trump so um, and you know Rhett and Link they used to be kind of religious but I think because that's how they got their that's kind of how they got their start. Is there's like these old like kids Christian song videos that they made, and they sure don't act like you know Southern Baptists anymore. <laughs> no, no, they're they're California boys now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they moved out of North Carolina, way. and uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I, it's 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 a. I'm so glad uh, you're recommending it, Joan. I'm glad you you picked up on it because they do crazy shit. Sometimes they do stomach churning stuff. They'll eat really gross mm. stuff. Uh, yeah. But I find I, that stuff makes me laugh my ass off. I love because Link, uh, yeah. Link gags his gag reflexes. Like, he, you know, he was gagging on something the other day, and I was like, "Really, you're gagging on that?" <laughs> you know, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was just. <laughs> uh, he, he was he was not pleased with the the black licorice. Link he didn't like that. But for example, what they did one time is they made Link into a pizza. Now that's interesting. Yeah. To watch a human being made into a pizza. They turned him into nachos once. They turned him nachos. into a chocolate chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh, the chocolate fountain was funny. <laughs> because <laughs> there were certain shots of the fountain 
<laughs> yes, basically, it, Link as the chocolate fountain peed chocolate into Rhett's mouth. Because he was yeah. he was like one of those cherub fountains, and they had a tube that ran up between his legs, and um, right, yeah, <laughs> and he peed chocolate into. And they actually they test products on there too, and it's it's goofy, but they just tested bike helmets the other day, and th- honestly, their tests were pretty good. And by the end, there was a, a you know they recommended the best bike helmet. Oh, in rain. They did one where they tested sports bras. That I got to send you the link. Susan loved this thing. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny because they they themselves tested them. You know they, they didn't yeah, make they, they didn't make feet. They did yeah they they wore them oh, sure. and had like water balloons in them. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it was and uh, it, yeah and you know so I, again good mythical morning everybody check it out on YouTube. I, I don't. I, I love those guys. I love those guys. And you know, you know what's great about them too, too is that it doesn't take much of your time. Like most no. of their segments are 14, 15 minutes long. Yeah. You and know, they, and it, there's an after segment if you want. But yeah. I mean, they they throw something up in the morning, and and uh, you get a quick laugh. Yeah, and every it great once in a while they'll do a Mad Lib. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, but their product testing was good too. They did. Remember, they did donuts. Oh, oh, the the yeah, they they that yeah, the the food testing thing. They test like different fast food sandwiches or donuts or um, pizza from different restaurants. Or they'll do what I like are the segments where they do like uh, off brand versus name brand, mm-hmm. and they do do it blindfolded. And of course, they always have some patented delivery system <laughs> to bring the food to their mouths. <laughs> well, yeah, they always have a stick with because the, yeah, they're not allowed to touch two it. samples. That yeah. are spaced between Rhett and Link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they're if they're eating something together, they dink it and sink and it, then, and sink it. <laughs> yeah. And but, and uh, of course, when they're blindfolded too, they have their own distinctive blindfolds where Link's has glasses on it and Rhett's has the big eyebrows on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. and, and sometimes they do something like does it does it ice cream. Like they'll take a flavor of something he wouldn't even think of putting in ice cream and try oh, to yeah. that ice cream. The Willet, the Willet, um, ice cream. things. <laughs> yeah, the Willet things. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty, and they're pretty inventive. And they sometimes have celebrity guests. Hmm. They just had a so, couple today uh, from uh, the creator of Sons of Anarchy and one of the actresses from his new show. Um. But yeah, they've had people like Jack Black has been on there a couple part. times. Um. They had Vivek Murthy on there when he was still Attorney General, or not 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 Attorney General, um, a Surgeon General. Sorry. Um, yeah, Vivek Murthy was on there at one point talking about uh, the dangers of vapes. <laughs> so, anyway, we we we're running long. We're running long, but uh, but yeah. So, and Rain and Bob, you've watched them too. They're they're pretty entertaining. You guys like them, okay? Right? You you're not as addicted as we are, though. Oh, yeah, I do like them. I'm not as addictive. Yeah, yeah, I, I watch it when you when you recommend. Hey, watch this one. But yeah, I, they, it's just it's not really one of those things I think about watching. Yeah. So, like, like Kenny, I, I to me, it's it's their sense of humor is really off center. Yeah, and it's really my type of humor. Yeah, they're they're in, they they love puns, and of course they're musical too. They do songs and stuff, um, and. Uh, you know what day it is? It's mail day. <laughs> and mail I like day. When they, they, 
Mean when they do mail. when they do serial killer or famous person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, they do all kind of, seriously. They yeah. they are so inventive. They they're actually kind of inspiring to me to come up with new segments on this show. Uh, cuz I won't lie, what the hell is that sound is very loosely based on something they did. Um, but you know, it's also not it wasn't a new idea to them either. It's, you know, shit like that, you know, audio clues go back to uh things like Jeopardy and stuff like that. So Oh yeah. It's not, now what's that know. song? Yeah, name that you know, tune. I, name that tune. Name that tune, yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, all right, enough of our yak, and we got the green news report to get to, uh, and then we're going to come back, and uh, we have two very special birthdays uh, I know of, um, and we have uh, name-calling, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do open phones. Uh, uh, if, if we don't get to open phones in this segment coming up, if we run long, well, I mean, we're running, we're going to be running short on time. We'll just do open phones in uh, the, uh, at the... You know, after 9 p.m. Eastern, in the first segment of the third hour is what I'm trying to say. Those are the words I'm searching for. We'll be right. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, November one. 2018. A Trump cabinet secretary was referred to the U.S. Justice Department for criminal investigation. DOJ now investigating Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke. Researchers from NOAA predict that we will see more of these mega storms as our oceans continue to warm. New study finds even more buildup of heat in the oceans thanks to global warming. GM calls for an electric vehicle sales mandate. Plus, this is a cry for help. Teen climate activist in Sweden launches a kids' strike to combat climate change. All of that striking news and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. They know the science is real. They're just making so much money they don't give a sh. Well, that was direct and correct. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyne, it looks like Ryan Zinke could be in trouble. I guess my only question here is, what took so long? Well, Trump Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke is the subject of at least 18 known federal investigations into allegations of his ethics and other misconduct. And yet he still hasn't been fired. Correct. Now, the Inspector General of the Interior Department has reportedly referred at least one of those corruption investigations to the Justice Department. That's a sign that the federal government is considering a criminal investigation into Zinke's actions. And yet he still hasn't been fired, and Congress hasn't even bothered to open an investigation of this guy? Yes, well, it is a Republican-majority Congress, so don't expect any action from them. Hmm. CNN reports that the DOJ investigation may be about a real estate business deal between Zinke and the chairman of oil giant Halliburton. Startling new research finds a massive buildup of heat in the ocean. The Washington Post reports that the world's oceans have been soaking up far more excess heat in recent decades than scientists realize as much as 60% more heat every year. That means more powerful storms, but also suggests that scientists may have underestimated the amount of warming we will see in coming decades 
and that the planet could warm at an even faster rate than projected, giving governments even less time to shift away from fossil fuels and prepare for climate change impacts. So the scientists were wrong again. Sort of. Get it right, scientists. Utility Dive reports that U.S. auto giant General Motors has called for a national electric vehicle sales mandate in public comments to the Department of Transportation. A national sales mandate would require car makers to sell a minimum number of electric vehicles every year. GM said it would get more than 7 million electric vehicles on the road by 2030, but environmental groups derided GM's proposal as, quote, trying to gaslight the American people. Because earlier this year, GM joined other auto companies in pushing the Trump administration to roll back the Obama administration's updated mileage and emission standards that would have effectively achieved the same goal of promoting electric vehicle sales. You know, nothing is stopping GM from making electric cars and selling them, just saying GM. But some good news. U.S. airline Delta has announced it plans to join other major airlines in ditching plastic straws and stirrers on board all of its flights and said that it will stop wrapping its amenity kits in plastic to help fight the scourge of plastic pollution. So there's that. Yeah, but it won't start until next year. The good news, however, is that major companies are finally acknowledging the epic stupidity of digging up fossil fuels that have been buried for millions of years to make a plastic item used for only a few seconds that pollutes the environment for hundreds of years. Finally, at a rally to get out the vote in Nevada last week, President Obama called the midterm elections on November 6th the most important elections we have yet lived through. This November's elections are more important than any I can remember in my lifetime, and that includes when I was on the ballot. The stakes are high. That's not an exaggeration when it comes to the accelerating impacts of dangerous man-made climate change. And a young climate activist in Sweden agrees. At a climate rally in Helsinki over the weekend, Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg launched a kids' strike to boycott school to push politicians to move quickly on climate. Thunberg urged adults like those in the U.S. who are old enough to vote in the midterm elections to think seriously about the consequences of the choices they make today. The future of all the coming generations rests on your shoulders. What you do now we children can't undo in the future. So please treat the crisis as the crisis it is and give us a future. Our lives are in your hands. Yeah, any excuse not to go to school. (laughs) Wish I had thought of that. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, weirdos. (laughs) Bring a theme to a night of terror.
behind the tombstone, maybe you will see. IndieMediaWeekly.com Unspeakable horror that terrorizes the universe. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I don't like snakes. I remember the one Cleopatra used. Stupid little rascal until it flicked out that red tongue and those two sharp fangs. You'd never think such a little thing packed such a big wallop. Ah, hurt her? Hell, it killed her. Ah, ah. We had lots of snakes in my ancient Egypt. Slimy, slinky things. Stupid. When I was alive, they were the things nightmares were made of. I've been waiting to play that stupid clip since, like, right before Halloween. It's from an Ed Wood movie called Orgy of the Dead. It was the mummy talking about how he didn't like snakes when he was alive. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, uh, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program, sir. Thank you. Uh, are you uh, making progress on getting your uh, brewing stuff set up in the new place? Um, yes and no. I mean, I was able to brew a beer a couple, well, about a week and a half ago. About two weeks, well, actually about two weeks ago. Okay. So that was good. Um, but, you know, everything's still kind of chaotic. I mean, sure. I, I don't know. I, I, beer will find a way to be brewed. <laughs> it will, it'll find its way. It'll brew itself. Um, no, but, um, it won't brew itself. But, but you know, it's it's not ideal. Yeah, and are you moving the whole setup to the garage too? Right. Yeah, I mean, but it's already easier in that I um, instead of having to lug stuff, you know, from the basement up through the house and then out into the backyard, it's just mm-hmm. you know right there in the garage, and I just carry it out to the front of the garage, so it's much shorter trip, no stairs. Well, there you go. There's no. You know, there's no bricks with dirt. You know, oh, yeah. coming up over. Oh, I, so. I love not ha- having to deal with stairs with uh, with the new garage, and because you know all, all my tools used to be in the basement, just gathering dust down there and everything. And you know, now I've got my workbench and everything. It's awesome. So I know I know what you're saying. Uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Only thing he brews is trouble. <laughs> That's it, and I don't eat eat necos. Yeah, <laughs> uh, wasn't there a neckite? Anti-neckite. Wasn't there a neko gun or something at one point? Um, oh, there you go. Trying, trying to introduce violence into the neckos. Well, just it's, saying. It's funny. It, well, it's funny you mention that, and I thought I might have had the clip, but I don't. It might be on this one flash drive I had, but I'm not going to plug it in. But um, I did. Um, I'm going li- to set it up to play after this show tonight. I've played it a couple times now. Um, but the Ed Wood podcast special I did, it's like an hour and 15 minutes long. It's some really cool interviews all about Ed Wood and his mostly his movies and his life. Um, and, um, 
you know, it, it's not all encompassing, but there's some really fascinating interviews with three different guys on it. And at one point, the one dude, Bob Blackburn, who's actually an heir to Ed Wood's fortunes, <laughs> which are not much. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, um, uh, he was talking about this film festival he went to and he was saying, oh, he was like, oh yeah, they played some of the old Winchester or not Winchester, but Remington, uh, ads at this film festival he went to with Kenny Duncan, who was an old Western sharpshooter, uh, kind of dude. And he used to do these, you know, uh, Remington, um, gun commercials for like their old 22 rifles and stuff like that. And I put in a clip of that in it, and and Kenny Duncan's like, for target practice, I use Neko wafers because when you hit them, they shatter into a million little pieces. (laughs) And so Neko wafers has kind of been this recurring theme for an entire week, even before, you know, because I started working on this on, you know, putting all these clips together on Sunday. So it's kind of funny. Neko wafers have just been, this is the week of the Neko. Um and you know i should write a book about neko waivers called the neko nomicon so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but and uh but last but not certainly not least uh rain who does not have hate in her heart for neko wafers or paul simon um <laughs> our or girl from or he Burkell. shallow water how she sings even if she sings like she's peeing hmm you know who sings of a certain age. You know who actually pees and sings at the same time? Uh, Fergie. She's done that before. Well. Remember that? Fergie peed through her pants on stage one time. Okay, I did not know that. And yeah. you know what? I respect every woman of a certain age with well, a certain I, bladder situation. I heard the story about it, and I, I and I understand why she did it. She didn't really have a choice because she was being rushed to a venue and didn't have a chance. And was like, "You gotta get on stage," and she's like, "But, but, but," and they're like, "No buts." Well, <laughs> it was in the ballpark. Well, there was a butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was there was a pee. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Rain, uh, are you ready to do uh, name name calling and birthdays? I am ready. All right. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Right. Do, do you know what I learned today Biscuit. or this week? Biscuit. Not just biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> the what? The woman who plays Lois on on um, Family Guy. Yes. It's also Susie from the marvelous Mrs. Mabel. Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing. I didn't her. know that. Yeah, she she's like the club owner or whatever. Yes. Yes. She's not the owner. She's just the, the manager or something. Oh, okay. She's awesome. Yeah, Marvelous she around. she popped Ow. up. She was in she was in some. There was another show she was on. It was a very short lived HBO or Showtime either, show about well, a hospital. She was, she was or something also either too. on, on uh, Mad either was either Mad TV or um, yes. yeah. Was You're it right. Mad TV. Yes. Because she started in the Tracy Ullman show, which is how she ended up in The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and then um, I, and then she went on to uh, Mad TV. I just love her even more. So, do you biscuit. want to mess around? Oh, my. you want some biscuits? 
Ow. Basket. <laughs> All right. So that, anyway, no, that's very cool, though. Yeah, it is. Because um, I think it's awesome to throw out some, you know, props to women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in tonight's chat room, we have Bobber. We have Francie. We have Heather. We have Jay Collie. We have Jules. Jules K. Fraser. Oh, welcome um, back. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Senior. We have Cool Black Dude. Hi, Dad. Marnus. <laughs> Joe that is timing. not in my basement anymore because I'm not in the basement anymore. No, I'm in the garage. Nice garage, by the way. Trace yeah. the call. It's coming from inside the house. Garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle. We have Moon Mare. We have President. We have myself. We have Tim Cormel. We have Trojan Rabbit. And that's it. I think that Sandy was here earlier. Yeah, Sandy was here. Sandy and Durwood was here earlier. I could vouch for that. And uh, tonight's birthdays are Cat and Grimmy. That's right. So, and uh, I feel bad because Grimmy was listening on Tuesday, and I didn't. I didn't realize it was his birthday, but I think his birthday was on Wednesday. <laughs> was it? Uh, I usually, think so. I talked to Joe about that. I'm pretty sure it was on Wednesday. Yeah, there's no set standard for playing a birthday boner. The boner's, uh, le- the boner's length <clears throat> is the only thing that is set in stone. Not when, when and how often it's played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and its length is 15 seconds. Uh, so, uh, all right. So for Grimmy and Kat, happy birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. All right, there we go. And uh, I, I want to say this too. President says, wouldn't that be the Neko nom 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 nomicon? <laughs> <laughs> for Bobber, it would be. For Joe. Absolutely. For Joe, it would be the, uh, let me see, uh, the Neko. <laughs> a con. So. Uh, <laughs> Remember, Neko's don't get to kill people, Neko wafers kill people. Ah, that's true. Oh, Joe, I don't understand the hate. Oh, so much hate. So much hate in his heart. I, and uh I never understand. And Jules, 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 uh, welcome back to Jules. She says uh she spent uh the summer in Florida helping out a friend get out of a hell uh, a hell of a situation. Uh so welcome back. And uh Adam Hebert's on the line for uh uh this segment. Uh what's up, buddy? Uh you're in Facebook jail and it's some bullshit. What? Uh, not just Facebook jail, Twitter jail. What happened? Uh, what did you, you do? do? I know Apparently about the Facebook Apparently telling one. a conservative who says they hope that someone beats a black person to that quote, I hope you get ass cancer, you lying sack of shit, is now considered abusive language. What did you, you say? You said I, that? Yes, I did. Just, and, I'm, I, I, and, I don't, and I don't regret it. No, no, I no. Okay, I, I'm not asking you if you regret it, but what was it in response to? Uh, conservatives saying uh, that they, they wanted were, to see a black person were. beaten. Oh. So, yeah, 
Uh, it, it's a double whammy today. I'm not. I'm not a happy camper. That's okay because, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna find this trader who reported my Facebook post, which was not hate speech, and I don't understand what rational person could consider hate speech. And um, well, the, I'm let's, make him let's tell people ever being born. Well, you know, don't get banned again. <laughs> but no, what? But what you posted um, on Facebook, I concur. Uh, was not absolutely not hate speech. Uh, it wasn't. It it probably hurt somebody's poor little fifis if they watch um, yeah. uh, Fox News. But you said uh, Fox News is welfare for racist white people, which is the truth. I mean, we not welfare. How's that hate speech? Joke for debt for years. For years, you know the idea of. You know, remember when Rush Limbaugh had no advertisers, but the Koch brothers paid for, paid, bought up all his advertising space just to keep him well, on the air and say, "See, well, he's still well, making money." Hold, but yeah, okay. Well, I don't don't get too far out of the weeds because I want to I want to ask the, the everybody here on the on the show. I mean, how is that hate speech? I get it; it's not nice, and it's going to hurt somebody's feelings to say Fox News is welfare for white. Or for racist white people, that was flagged as hate speech, and they banned yeah. him for it. I mean, Joe, are well, you hearing the hate? Speech? Hold on, Adam. Uh, Joe, are you hearing the hate speech in that? I would have been much harsher. <laughs> <laughs> so no, <laughs> Rain, you're letting them letting oh. off easy. Yeah, Rain. For me, that's for Hold me. That's Adam. Nice. Okay. Rain, let Rain, let Rain jump in, Rain. Uh. To me, that's an opinion. It's an opinion. It's not hate speech. No, I, I don't know. I don't know about you know you, Bob, but that's an opinion. Bob, that's, that no, could be backed up with some facts. It's it's nowhere in the ballpark of hate speech. No, I mean hate speech would would be something like all people of this race are expletive or you know this stereotype or or something like that or you know uh this you know person of this sexual persuasion or you know uh whatever or or all women are you know whatever you know i mean that that's hate, hate speech hate speech would be the things that the um the guy who killed a whole bunch of people at the Jewish synagogue in Pittsburgh posted online. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. Absolutely. Fox uh, News, Fox News is not protected. What about Title Nine? What what about exactly. what about here's one for you. How about all the conservatives out there that are saying, Oh, all black Democrats are on the plantation? And they need to get off of it. So let's, you know, get the Blexit thing going. I mean, that's far more racist and offensive, even if it comes from an African-American. You know, you're saying Democrats are on the plantation. How is how is being part of a political party uh, equated to slavery? You know, what's that? I don't know if that's even hate speech, to be honest with you. I'm saying it's more hateful, though. Uh, I mean, yes, it from is more hateful. What, what because Al, what Adam said was not hate speech. He said racist white people. How? Oh, oh, you're being intolerant to racist white people. <laughs> I think. Well, I, I guess they are. Adam, pers- are they a persecuted minority yet? <laughs> I 
Why am I so persecuted? Yeah, they're they're a protected class. No. Yeah, but Adam, go ahead. Uh, you know, th- this is uh, this is about you. We'll give you a couple more minutes for you. Sorry, Adam. Well, uh, so I uh, one of the reply. Uh, look, I will admit, maybe the the I I um, you know it was a parody tweet, but you know maybe uh, maybe that was maybe saying I hope you get ass cancer line sack of shit wasn't exactly um covered in the Emily. Well, Post you know, yeah, you know name. how I feel about cancer jokes too. I don't think they're funny, so maybe find I, a different yes, that line was, that of was out of control. But here's here's the thing: is that the ne- the, the person who uh next uh the person who i said that to and again i was uh a bit out of like i said out of control i'll freely admit said and if you want life support disconnect you to charge my iphone but that's not abusive yeah uh-oh we got a ban joey word for hate speech you just put a fox news with the o as a swastika <laughs> in the chat room oh no oh no it sounds like, like, it sounds oh, my like adam stars you got swarmed yeah. Uh, yeah, I basically got sworn, and, and this just shows how conservatives have managed to weaponize terms of service. Yeah, you because need to weed. Is, you need to weed out that, your 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 Facebook and your Twitter. Well, if you say something that hurts their fees, they they report you. They go tell you, oh, "Report this account quick! Hurry up! Let's get them in trouble." Let's well, yeah, them. because you know, it's like guess what. All you did was piss me off. I'm going to come after you twice as much. I don't care. All they I did is inconvenience. Oh, yeah, you know. basically, they, 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 it was a big inconvenience. Don't be- say that, Adam. Don't say that you have backup accounts. Don't say that. <laughs> there's, no, but there's, nothing, that. there's nothing against the rules. There's nothing against on the, the rules backup snay. Backup bay. Um, yes, ma'am. But I do not have backup you. accounts. I do okay, not have well, accounts that was uh, me lying. Because yes. I'm a lying libby. Lying libtard. Um, but I also want to. I also want to say that tomorrow. Oh, this is big. It's this big. big. I kind of I spoiled it already, and I'm sorry, but I I, I wanted oh. to get it out there. But I didn't say who was going to well, yeah, be on. I didn't say who was going to be on. I just said that we're we're going to be having people on my check radio from Nerds Vote. Yes. And do you want to announce who who it's going to be? Yes. So. Uh, uh, Courtney Taylor, who created Nerds Vote, and uh, the co-creator uh, JP Carliac, uh are going to be on. And I think, I think Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, but I haven't heard her confirm that. Yeah, uh, that would you know what time would be good. But uh, this is exciting, folks. Yeah, and we'll go over their res- uh, we'll, we'll go over their resumes tomorrow. But I got to say, um. Uh, I'm sorry. What's what's the 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 guy's name who's going to be on uh, the co-creator? What's his name again? Uh, J.P. Carliac. J.P. Carliac. Uh, he's done a lot of different Marvel voices and some of my favorite characters. He's done uh, the Vision in, in animated stuff, of course, or in video games. Uh, but he's done the Vision. He's done Doc Samson, and oh, there was another one he did. I can't remember. I mean, Doc Sampson, you got to give it up for a guy who voices Doc Sampson. And I know everybody's like, who the fuck is Doc Sampson, Ken? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> he was he had green hair and had a lightning bolt on his chest. Um, so, yeah, cool character. So, uh, but yeah. Um, oh, he did Iron Fist in something, too. That's what he did. So, that's very cool. But um, but yeah. So Adam, we, we got to get going. We're all cattywampus on the schedule here. Um, but I, I I just please everybody. Uh, I'll be doing the posts for tomorrow's show for Mike Check Radio on Facebook since Adam's in 
Facebook and Twitter jail. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll tag everybody who's going to be on once we get final confirmation. And it's going to be a lot of fun because they, they actually did some voice work for a promo that I'm going to be producing uh, for Nerds Vote that's going to be on our network. And, of course, I'm going to give permission for them to share all the work I did on their voices to, you know, send it around, share it with, you know, if there's any other podcasters that want to use that, uh, it could be a nice little evergreen thing for any time there's an election or just all year round to make sure people are registered. So, Adam, when are you going to get out of jail? Uh, In three days on Facebook, but I don't know about Twitter because this is not my account being locked. This is a suspension. Mm. But it doesn't okay. say permanent suspension. It doesn't say permanent suspension. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully you don't have to start hanging out with Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, and note, I, note, mean, like I note Adam's silence mm-hmm. at that proposition. So. <laughs> All right. Last thought, Adam. we got to go to break. Uh, well, I guess I, apparently now we as liberals are supposed to shamelessly kiss conservative ass because they've weaponized terms of service while being allowed to break them with impunity themselves. So sure. be nice. Absolutely. And, you know, hey, don't, don't, uh, don't ban, uh, uh, people who send out pipe bombs in the mail for threatening the life of, uh, people on Twitter. But, uh, Adam Hebert, yeah, he, he's the real threat, everybody. Um, shit, crazy. Yep, you know me. So. I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible person. Oh, I, I don't deny that. I'm a terrible person. I'm ill-tempered. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you know, well, Adam, Adam, we got to go to break. Um, so all right, uh, night, all right, talk to you soon. Hi, Adam. So, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, tomorrow, night. tomorrow, Mike Check Radio, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, tune in for all three hours. It's going to be a lot of fun, and of course, the continuing saga I have of how. Uh, Miles Wood Michelle will the part two of that will happen. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to run to the break. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, we'll, we'll open the phone lines, uh, again. Uh, but we got to go to the break right now, but we'll be back with the final hour of turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass. Isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? Kennypick.com. The nights are darker. And night is when it happens in the Dunwich Horror. Come back, old one. Princes of darkness. And repossess the earth. The Dunwich Horror. Based on H.P. Lovecraft's terrifying tale of those who explore the unspeakable. Starring Sandra D, Dean Stockwell, Academy Award winner Ed Begley, Sam Jaffe. the history of horrendipity written here. The love story of a girl looking to the future and a boy 
dedicated to the mysteries of the past. He invokes the unspeakable. Yeah. Safa. She invites it. You're one of us now. Depthless paradise of terror, where fear eternal lives. And the dead come to life. I've never heard anything like that. And now, on with the show. Red bags. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, some of the human beings, some of my fellow human beings on the program tonight. Uh, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. I am yeah. not an algorithm. <laughs> um, although you do have rhythm, from what I understand. Well, yeah, sometimes. There you it go. It could be white. A lot of times <laughs> it's white girl rhythm. But I uh, rhythm. Well, there you go. As long as you don't dance like Elaine. So, uh, you know, from Seinfeld and <laughs> I used to love to do that. <laughs> just to piss people off at parties. Uh, and of course, Bobber, your Bobber half, Der Braumeister, Washington, DC. Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. I have algorithm. Algorithm. Oh, so you helped invent the uh... internet. <laughs> uh. You've got mail. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that, because I actually, I think I have that. Uh, do I have that? Yeah, there it is. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. You, you guys remember this when we played Michael Savage, like how I outdated his technology was when he was doing his radio show a couple of years ago? You know, anyone who changes their act when they've been this successful? You've got no, mail. No, never. You don't have any <laughs> changes, so it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody who changed his react that would have been this successful? You've got mail. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's hear that one more time. Do you know anyone who changes their act when they've been this successful? You've got no, mail. never. You don't know anyone who changes it, so it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Dummy. Uh, so anyway, and of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, a man who I know does not have America online, but he might have one of his, one of those discs with 64 free hours in a box somewhere. <laughs> 64 free. Hours. I remember that. 
Yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> 64, 64 free hours of uh, You Got Mail. Well, I'm not dressed as a gay frog. That's that's a plus. Oh, that would have been oh, made man. for a, that would have made for a riveting show if you had been. So, <laughs> yeah. well, uh, sweet God, it's a leap of faith. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but I saw that Alex Jones uh, video earlier today of, of him dressed as the gay frog, and I was worried. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Rain, for sharing that. <laughs> Because I was yeah, really thanks, concerned. Man. I was really concerned. I haven't seen a lot from Alex Jones uh, recently, so I thought he croaked, and he did. So, uh, <laughs> but that there video, was, that video was, was yeah. and all. I know that video was totally awesome. Uh, <laughs> I forgot we had to use our puns tonight, and we didn't use them so in, we, in uh, the first hour. Shall we leapfrog to our next topic? I think we probably should. I think we need to discuss the musical production because it was totally buoyed by the frog machine. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. Yes. Uh. (laughs) All right. We got Heather calling in. If anybody else wants to call in, please do 330-536-1466. 330-Ken1-Goo. Heather, hey, thanks for calling. Say hi to everybody. Hi. Hey, Heather. I saw the video you guys were just talking about. Someone I follow posted it, and she said, please caption this. So I said, (laughs) what the fresh hell? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't think of anything else. I just about, it was, (laughs) it was so stupid. What the hell? (laughs) And silly. So. (laughs) Seriously, what Bob said, what the hell? Exactly. <laughs> Here, I, I, if we I got, know it was gone already. We'd say he lost his mind. I got I, well, yeah, exactly. I, here, I got a clip. I got a clip for the Alex Jones video. It's not. It's not from that, but it's dedicated to it. Here you go. Daddy loves Froggy. Froggy love Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, Heather, Heather, I'm totally with you. I there's so much to this. But when he stood up and twirled around in a pink tutu, <laughs> I, I was like, that's too, too much. Uh, yeah. Well, there there you go. Too much. More puns. The More man puns. has lost. What the is man he? has. He's lost his mind, but, you know. Oh, well, he, found, he found like 50 minds right before he did this and lost them all. <laughs> But guys, here's what I'm thinking. It's like, okay, so he he no longer has Twitter, Facebook. He he doesn't have any social media platform anymore, right? Pretty much. Not that and, I know of. And so now he's literally dressing up like a gay frog dressed in a pink tutu. Yes. So this is where Alex Jones is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Daddy loves like, froggy. Just a couple froggy of months ago, Daddy. he was like somebody who the the, <laughs> the right took him seriously, and now he he really put he put and Heather, Heather and Ken and Joe and Bob, he 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 took the time to put makeup on his face. Somebody what did. What else is he gonna? What like, else he, is he, he gonna do? He was like, do? "Here's my show production. 
I'm going to put makeup on my face. I'm going to wear a frog costume, and a pink tutu, and I am going to be politically relevant. And I am the guy. Here's here's something else. I'm the guy that Donald Trump considers valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder what Donnie thinks of this. Um, <laughs> it, well, it, it probably it probably reminds him of the Gorilla Channel, so it's okay. Oh, you want you guys want to hear something hilarious? Sure. And then we got another Did caller. You not. Well, it'll only take a minute or two. No, I said sure. Um, then we then we want we we need to get to another caller. But go ahead, please. Um. All right. In Michigan, they wanted Trump to come and get people to vote for Shooty. Well. <laughs> They got Kellyanne Conway instead. Oh, Christ. Really? Oh, <laughs> oh of course. And wow. um, I kid you not, her plane had some issues bringing her or something. So I guess what something happened, happened to her? They had to, I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah, the broom would have been better, but, you know. They had to take her back to Washington D.C., and supposedly she's she was supposed she's going to try to come back Sunday or some freaky thing like that. So she was going to speak at a rally. Yeah, she was actually going to come and speak at a rally in Michigan. Oh wow! Because Donald can't come because he's everywhere because he's impotent. Oh no, I'm sorry. Well, Donald can't come. Period. Okay. Donald, oh, God. <laughs> exactly, oh, there, go, there goes exactly. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. But, but, okay. but I didn't. I didn't want him to come to my state anyway, because there is somebody running, and from what I've seen, it looks like she might be the next governor. And um, I like her. Gretchen Whitmer. We shall see. Oh, okay. She, from what I have seen, there was an article, I didn't read all of it, but they said the conservatives absolutely Mm. hated her and nobody was going to like her. Well, Well, according to some article in the Washington Post, she has become... Someone who people are really, really liking, and is she on the ballot now? Ago, yes, she is. Okay, a well, couple weeks ago, everybody needs to get out and vote for her. Yes, if you live in Michigan, please vote Gretchen. Yes, and a couple weeks ago, Bernie came, and he was advocating for her. Okay, and I know there's a big. Bernie Hillary Rift. Well, from what I understand, we're over that. We're over yeah, that. Yeah, we, well, we got a lot uh, of us that over it, over it, and I'm one of them. But there's a few that aren't. But oh well, what the hell? Yeah. But no, our state right now has got a ton of people behind her, and I'm your proud. Stoke, your state needs to vote blue, no matter who. Yeah, and well, and we're we're exactly. running out of time, and we have another caller on the line. So, uh, but I appreciate right. you calling in. Thanks, thanks. Uh, okay, Heather, thanks. Talk Heather. to you Bye. Tuesday. Hopefully, right. after the whole blue wave. All right, ninety nine. Bye, uh, Francie. Hello. 
Hello. Fancy pants. Hello, Kenton. Hello, Rain, Bobber, Joe, Kenny, Al, Ethel, Craig, whoever else is around. Hello? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you agree with Heather that we have to vote blue no matter who? Yes. Because I really did like Heather's call. I really did. Absolutely. Oh, it's a great call. Absolutely. As always. Yes. we got to get the hell up off the young folks. Once they sat it out the last time, got to get up off their asses, put their phones down in their games, and go vote, dang it. Vote, mm. vote, vote. And if what you a, have early voting, yeah. go. Do it. Do well, it, you're, do you're, it. Preaching, you you're preaching to the choir. We're preaching to the choir on this. So what else is on your mind, Francis? I know. Um, Halloween. My favorite holiday this year, not so much because I told you about our little kitty. Yeah, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. Sweet baby boo. I know it sorry. Stunk. It, it fucking stunk. What we? I'm sorry, I swore. But it fucking stunk. Out, I like that. <laughs> oh, we never do that we on found this show. Out, <laughs> what we found out is, um, after all he went through, you know, he they said it was probably a tick-borne illness because he's oh. an indoor/outdoor. And they put him on antibiotics, and if he, he's a middle-aged cat, yeah. if he was younger, he probably would have lived. So go mm. figure. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, the Halloween, uh, I, I put, we put hats on. I was up in Connecticut with my daughter, and we put the hats. My, you know, it was um, Shanbo, Nanbo, and Tranbo, the witches of East Cave, and we put little hats on. I loved on that nice. picture, Francis. Yeah, I that's so, that I, picture. At least I did something for Halloween. We didn't give candy out this year because I was too, you know, blah. But we didn't have a lot of kids. I don't know what the hell was going on. It was weird. Like, nobody's lights were on. It was like nobody was home. It was strange because last year we got over, we got a couple of hundred kids. And then this year, nothing. So I don't know what the hell is going on. I think it's the Russians. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I think you're probably right. But you were talking about people who don't take their Christmas tree. Like how you them. find us out, comrade? How you find us out? How, excuse me, comrade. How you find us out that we've been ruining Halloween, American Halloween? Yes. Yeah, they're vampires. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> quick story. Sure, one go ahead. Year, one year I had, the last time I ever got a big tree, I got a big tree. And I told my son and my husband to put it away after Christmas, you know, uh-huh. after January 6th, after um, the Epiphany, little Christmas, yeah. down all the crap comes, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that. Tree, down all the crap comes after little yes. Christmas. Take that yes. crap down. down. Down all the all little crap, crap comes. Take the shit off the tree, put it away, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways... Down all the little crap comes from the little Christmas tree. Wait, February comes, the tree's still up. There's no balls on it, right? It's ballless. Ballless. It's been castrated. I put put Valentine's shit on it, right? And I said, after Valentine's Day, take this goddamn tree down. (laughs) So March comes. Mr. Gorbachev, take down this tree. I put St. Patty's shit on the tree, right? And then I said, after St. Patrick's Day, take this goddamn tree down. Yeah. So, okay, May comes. Cinco de Mayo. 
May. What did she tell the Miles decorations on the damn tree? And I said, I just think of the Miles, take this damn tree down. <laughs> finally, 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 August, they take the damn tree down. Because I didn't have any decorations to put on it. But, I mean, we didn't have any lights on the outside, but we had the tree, and people would come in and see this friggin' Christmas tree with all kinds of different shit on it. And they would be like, why is your tree up still? And then I would point at the husband and the son, and I said, because these two won't take it down. Oh you know? And now, since then, I get a tabletop tree. The hell with it. I don't do it anymore. Right? I got a little tiny tree that I put on the table. I would totally... I take that down myself. I thought you were Francis, setting it. Francis, let me... Uh, I thought I, I seriously thought Francie was setting us up for a joke there, but that this is right? a true story, folks. But Bobber, go ahead. I think it is. Is this a, was this a real tree or an artificial tree? It was a fake tree, but it was big and it came apart in three pieces. <laughs> so I couldn't take it apart and I couldn't pack it up. The, the men in my family, the men, and I'm using air quotes, the men oh, in the men. family. <laughs> yeah, we, we, oh, yeah, men. yeah. The men. Uh, the goddamn men. <laughs> anyway, I want to turn up my friggin' self, you know, when it, when it, it woman started to do the it's job. Like, but I it's like asking. It, it's like tr- asking Trump to put his way his umbrella. Oh yeah. God! Oh I yes, I know. Did you see that one where the umbrella blew inside out? That That's a new easy. one. The fucker what? blew inside out, and his God hair was it. flying all around. And that's supposed to be the Cadillac of umbrellas. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I know about umbrellas. And that was a good umbrella. And how dare you leave that umbrella upside down on the ground. Shame, shame, shame. You don't treat umbrellas that way. I'm so angry. I just want to say this. It's been a long time since we had a Francie rant. I appreciate I it. I know, but umbrellas. Breath of fresh air. Right. I had a Cadillac of umbrellas back in the day, and um, serious, this is a true story, too, and then you can let me go. All right. Um, we were at a college party, and I couldn't find my roommate, and I hear her yelling in the stairwell of the dorm. It was a beer party. And this basketball player, she's like five, five feet, nothing. He's six foot something, right? And he has her pinned in the stairwell, right? So I had my umbrella, which its name was Natalie. It was a beautiful, tastely pink umbrella. Anyway, you name your you name your umbrellas yes, like BB King him, names I his guitars. Shit out of him with the umbrella. We ladies do Get that. off my friends! I hit him and hit him, and he was saying, like, call me crazy and other things. And I grabbed her, like, you know, pulled her away from him. We ran, but the umbrella was never the same. It was. I was broke. <laughs> and I felt so bad because it had a name and it had a personality and it was, uh, you know I didn't what? bury it or anything Natalie like that. Natalie had a reason. Natalie had a reason. Oh, I know. I mean, that umbrella, I beat the hell out of him. I hit him. I, I couldn't hit him in the head because he's too tall, but I got him like in the lower back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so boy. He might have had some bruises in his hey, ass. Francie, you know what I- <laughs> else would have heard him? Neckos. Neckos. Neckos? Hey, you leave the Neckos alone. Throw Neckos at him. Started on Neckos. (laughs) I like the chocolate Neckos. 
It's a sin that Necos going to go protest and outside the Neko factory, but I don't know where it is. I'm going to hang Necos <laughs> on my Christmas tree. New England. Yes, New England Confection Company. Yes, save the Necos. Save the Necos. All joking aside, Francie, you're you and and your umbrella are heroes. You're sh- yeah. you're a shero. Thank you, but that umbrella that he he um destroyed. What the hell? He doesn't know how to use a fucking umbrella. He's in charge what of the, the nuclear hell? codes. I what know. the hell? That's yeah. insane. It's insane. He's in charge of. He can destroy the world, and he can't close a fucking umbrella. It didn't have a big button on it. It didn't have a big button. I'm with you, sister. (laughs) (laughs) The the easy button from Staples? Jesus Christ. Francie, do you think he knows how to pull up his zipper? Probably doesn't know how to put down the toilet seat. He probably has Velcro um, pants. He probably does. Dear God, he probably does. You know that nasty noise Velcro makes? Yeah. You can imagine a fly of Velcro. His every suit, time you uh, went to the bathroom, you heard that awful noise. You know, you knew you know what his whole... In the bathroom? His whole suit, his whole suit is... Yeah, his whole suit is like um, a big and tall no, strip. No, it's a big and tall stripper costume. Um, oh, the tearaway, <laughs> it's a tearaway suit. Yeah, yeah, that's like all Magic it is. Mike, like Magic Mike, he just tears it off and they they um, sew him into another one. They yeah, yeah, down. they they snap they him in. Down like an elephant. It has snaps. Somebody said, and I don't know if this is true or not. Somebody said he smells bad. He does. He does smell bad. Look at him. He smells bad. The big dirty ass. They have a big bucket and a hose and, you know, the big brush. (laughs) Wow. An elephant smells like an elephant. You know what I mean? Yes. An animal. Thank you, Frank. But a human being, a human being shouldn't, like the president of the United States, shouldn't stink. (laughs) Thank you. I think I think he shit he shit in a pot in the in the Cadillac when he was getting off the plane. Wow. I don't think he went to a bathroom. I think they have a commode in the goddamn limousine and he just takes a dump anywhere. I think there's a whole right. seat in the limo. All right. and it, he does <laughs> smell This is this is this is fascinating potty talk. And there's a trail of shit. That's yeah, it. just like a horse. Just you know, just like oh. a horse. Says who? No, and they are so, oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. Trump smells bad. I think he does. I think I'm with Francie. He smells like pee. <laughs> I think they just let him fart. All right. And puke anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. All right. All right, Francie. We love you. We got to let you go. I'm really sorry about okay. your kitty. Okay. And I um, will be on with but, Tim and Joe and 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 um John and. And John, I believe tomorrow okay. Sunday. Uh, all right. Sunday, Uh-oh. Sunday, Sunday. So yay! Um, Sunday, Sunday, yes, Sunday. Thanks for taking my call. Hold on, I can all do right. that. I can do that better for you. Please. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. All right. Good night, Francie. Bye. We okay. love you. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. All right. Um, all right, we got to go to the break, but when we come back, I'm going to tell everybody 
I'm going to tell everybody a crazy story. And then we're going to do Mad Libs, all right? My crazy story will only take like five minutes, but you're not going to believe this thing. It's, it's nuts. Something Can from the past. Can you agree that Trump smells like an old person? Uh, yeah. smells like tea? Yeah, yeah. He probably smells like... I found a... a, a, a I had a bag of potatoes in the pantry, and one of them <laughs> went south. <laughs> Susan and I are both like, trying to get rid of this thing. We're like... Ah! Ah! Oh God! Ah, it smells like old death. So, <laughs> it smells like a rotten butthole. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, it, it was tough. But anyway, so when we come back, I'm going to tell everybody a story from my past, and uh, unbelievable. And then well, we got three Mad Libs lined up. Most of it are, are filled out. I got some. Uh, I got to write down some verbs that people are putting in right now. But we're going to go to the break. Uh, Bobber, uh, you. Uh, what's the most Halloweeny song you have from your your uh, inventory? Um, do you think? Um, uh, I was. I was actually thinking of the. Uh, the um deplorables thing that uh oh yeah let me let me see if i can find that oh yeah there oh oh here it here it is i hope I this is the right i hope this is the right version it's kind of short but uh let, let me just test it real quick and make sure it has music behind it oh yeah it does all right <laughs> all right so here we go a basket of deplorables uh written by bob bob rouse read by p.s mueller and i can't Yay. believe i forgot about this it is in the rotation on the network though i heard it the other day it was fun uh so anyway uh here we go we'll be right back with uh, more turn up the night right after this we are living in the most spectacular difficult and dangerous period in history in search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature, never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. is for Ann Coulter, a harpy for life. B is for Steve Bannon, who beat up his wife. C is for Chris Christie, who swallowed his soul. D is for David Duke, a clan man a-hole. E is for Elephant, the sad GOP. F is for Frank Gaffney, pollster and SOB. G is for Newt Gingrich, who's frankly a douche. H is for Sean Hannity, who needs a punch in the bush. I is for Islamophobe, Trump supporters are some. J is for Jack Kingston, Trump supporters so dumb. K is for Katrina Pearson, surrogate with no brain. L is for Rush Limbaugh, our society's stain. M is for Paul Manafort, most despots his allies. N is for Nazi at all of Trump's rallies. O is for Omarosa, a suck-up for Trump. P is for Reince Priebus, a cancerous lump. Q is for queer fear his supporters all feel. 
R is for racist, how Trump seals the deal. S is for sexist, vile mansplainers all. T is for Trump, never lacking in gall. U is for uneducated, the crowd cheering wildly. V is for Vladimir, Trump supporter, though mildly. W is for white folks who say all lives matter. X is for xenophobe, non-white people hating. Z is for zero, their empathy rating. So to all the deplorables a stink in their basket, here's hoping Trump's candidacy lands in a casket. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mind Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And, of course, thanks to all our callers for calling in tonight. So, anyway, I want to tell everybody this story real quick. This is a really crazy story from my past, all right? I've never told it on the show before, but you're going to want to remember this down the road. It's a, a word of warning to everybody. Uh, not really. I doubt this will happen to you, but, you know, we'll see. Um, so, uh, probably about 20... 20 more like 25 years ago i was uh out at a bar with a friend of mine okay and uh down in kent ohio and you know we were having a good time we were in there for quite a while and uh you know just regular friday saturday night something like that and uh all of a sudden uh there was I, i kept noticing at the end of the bar there was this older woman who you know looked to probably be about i don't know 50 i I was in my you know early 20s she was probably about 50 something like that and i was like why is she staring at me what's going on so a little while later i noticed she starts walking down towards me and my friend and she said i'm sorry i've been staring at you for a while and you look exactly like my son and he died a few years ago and I was oh. like, oh, my God, this oh. is. Wow. Yeah. And she's like, you are the spitting 
image of him. And I was like, wow, I'm so sorry that, you know, you lost your son. That's terrible. And, you know, we talked a little bit. She told me his name and what he was like and everything. And, um, and, and you know, she, it, it was really nice, you know? And, um, uh, so she was like, she was like, well, you know, I, I'm going to get gone. Would you, would you mind though? If, uh, um, you know, when I walked out, you said, bye mom to me. And I was, I thought it was kind of weird. Oh, I thought it was kind of weird. So that is weird. But, um, but I was kind of, I was kind of tipsy. So I was like, all right, whatever. So, so she's walking out and I was like, bye mom. See ya. Good to see ya. And she walks out and then, um, and it was close to closing time at that point. And then the bartender brings, uh, he, he gives me, you know, the check cause I was running a tab and he was like, uh, yeah, here's your check and, uh, here's your mom's. <sighs> Oh, oh man! Are you kidding? And her ch- her check what? was like her check was like two hundred dollars. Oh wow! And so Crap. I freak out and I tell my friend, "You wait here, you know," because it was like right after she walked out, they gave us the checks, right? So I run out to the parking <laughs> lot and I see her. She's getting in her car, and I run up and like, "What the hell are you doing? That is such bullshit!" And she's like, "Get you, get away from me! You get away from me! I'm going to call the cops." And I was like, "I was like, no, that is crap. I'm not paying for your check. You need to go in there." And she's getting in her car, and and I'm like, I'm desperate because I'm broke at this point. So so I I keep her from shutting her door all the way, and I grab her leg and I start pulling it. And I'm keep pulling her leg just like I'm pulling yours right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a joke told to me by one of my old roommates in Kent when I was probably in my in my twenties. Uh, her name was Shin Shin. And um, <laughs> she, I changed it a little bit. She it was at a restaurant where she said so. Uh, but no, it was in in it. And she had me just as riveted as I had you guys when she told me the joke. But it's a good one. You can everybody can use that. You know, make it a bar, a restaurant, whatever. Um, you know. But no, I had you. I had you. <laughs> that's that's a stunt that Saul Goodman would pull, it, isn't it? Yeah, that kind it of is. is a, that is kind of a Saul Goodman stunt. So. Yeah, who's Saul Goodman? Better call Saul. Oh God you know, damn it! Sometimes we need a, need a, a, a criminal lawyer. Yes. Uh, yeah. See, this is one of those situations where I was going to ask Kenny, why did you not get the license plate? (laughs) Because I was pulling her leg. (laughs) So, (laughs) anyway. He had her leg. What does he need to play for? Yeah. Meow goodness is like, I think I heard this one before. Yep. That's the one. But, uh, but yeah. So, Saul Goodman. Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer. All right. You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and that's oh. that's Saul Goodman. <laughs> yes, that is. Uh, oh, here, let, let oh, we'll play. Since that was a joke, here's Saul Goodman telling some lawyer jokes before we get to Mad Libs. All right. What's the difference between a vacuum cleaner and a lawyer on a motorcycle? The vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. Ah, <laughs> uh, lawyer jokes. I've only been in the mailroom a week and I've heard maybe a hundred. Yeah. It all comes from a place of affection. Sure, of course. <laughs> what do you get when you cross the godfather with a lawyer? An offer you can't understand. <laughs> Very clever. Never heard that one. And believe me, 
I have nothing but the utmost respect for your profession. I Bullshit. mean, it's a pillar of... Oh, why do they bury lawyers under 20 feet of dirt? Because deep down, they're really good people. <laughs> oh, what do you call a lawyer with an IQ of 60? Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> That's a Louis difference Gomer. between a tick and a lawyer. Oh, no. The tick falls off when you're dead. Bam! Love <laughs> that one. You like that? <laughs> Just joking. I, I want you to know how seriously I take my job. I'm the, grateful for the... Oh, how many lawyers does it take to change the light bulb? Classic setup here. Three. One to climb the ladder, one to shake it, and one to sue the ladder company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gold. I'm here all night! I'm here all night! <laughs> God, I love Bob Odenkirk so much. Oh, he is so, so good. Much. So good. Uh, so anyway, but Meow Goodness says, I think I heard that when I was in my 20s. I'm 62 now, the, the joke that I told. So, uh, but yeah, seriously, everybody use that joke. That's a fun joke. Um, uh, but anywho, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get to Mad Libs right now. And here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Right. And our chat room has been magnificent at helping us fill up most of these Mad Libs. Uh, they've been on fire. Uh, Rain, we'll start with you and go in reverse alphabetical order. Uh, I need a city, please. New York. New York. New York. Um, so, Joe, I need the name of a conservative. Uh, Donald uh, Trump. There you go. I was going to say a male. I know. <laughs> I was thinking that. For, for, for tonight. For tonight. A Nazi. Is he really? Anybody Nazi. that, anybody that we hate. He's a fascist. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, Bobber, an adverb, please. An adverb. Uh, let's see. Um... Grotesquely. Okay, rain a number. Oh, a number. Um. All right, let me think about this. All right. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. And uh, all right, Joe, back to you. An adverb, please. Accidentally. Uh, yeah, I think that works, right? Ac- accidentally? Or is that an adjective? No, it's an adverb. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Um, take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see? See, I did. I took his word for it. <laughs> uh, you All know right. what? I'm pulling your leg. But, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one's a little shorter than the other, so you know uh, it couldn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> push on one, pull on the other. Uh, adverb? Uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Noun? Rain? No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's uh, adverb. Bob. Oh God. Oh, an adverb. Bob. Go. <laughs> yeah. Go. Go. An- Bob. Another adverb. Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, wistfully. That's a good one. And from Rain, um, a noun. A noun. Um, God, 
think I got. I think that's right, the last I'm really word. Thinking about this. Um, a noun. A noun. Yeah. A noun. <sighs> penis has been used. Don't say penis I know. in this house. Democracy. Okay, democracy. That is the last word. Okay, what kind of voice, um, Joe? What kind of voice would you like me to? Th- these, uh, all three of these Mad Libs are from Night of the Living Mad Libs. Should I go default? Oh, kind of. You, you have to do. Uh, you have to do Satan. Do do the Satan voice. On all three. Well, I'll do the first one on Satan, and then uh, I'll let. Uh, we'll. Uh, I'll ask you guys what you know. You know, for for the rest. Oh, I gotta start the music up. What am I doing here? So yeah. So here we go. Uh, okay. This. Uh, let me let me adjust this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's go with let's go with this 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 one right here. There we go. This is called Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde Limited. Starts right off here. This scary penis. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> um, was written over 100 gay frogs ago, and made its author very hoppy. <laughs> Alex Jones gay frogs. Yeah, the story is about a barbecued doctor in New York City who performs chocolate experiments in his science treat to see if he can change his personality. He succeeds and turns himself into a baseless monster called Mr. Donald Trump. (laughs) It sure did. A baseless monster called Donald Trump. Uh, The monster is very bitter and halibut are terrified of him. <laughs> the police begin a goblin hunt for him and put out an all-points ghoul. After a tip from an elongated neighbor, they find him in Dr. Jekyll's lab trying to drink a bottle of super male vitality <laughs> so he can change back to his original carp. Unfortunately, it's too late, and both Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde meet an untimely diaper. The moral of this wet story is, beware of people with split wet dreams. I use wet and wet dreams in there, but hey, hey folks, it happens. All right. All right. There we go. Uh... <laughs> I think uh, I'll, I'll I'll go pitched up on on the next one uh, for this, unless there's any objections. The the next one again, um, uh, I don't know, Bobber. What you you have any requests on the uh, on the Roland VT3 for for Mad Libs? No, I, I I'm gonna trust your judgment on this. I'm not familiar enough with all the settings. Okay, I, I'll tell you what. I'll do pitched up, pitched up and dry. I'll take the the reverb off uh, for everybody. Uh, so. Um, here we go. Or, uh, may, you know what? Maybe I'll do pitched up on the megaphone dry. That could be fun. Let's see how that sounds. How about this, everybody? This sounds good. I'll put a little southern accent on it, too. Something it like that. like like Jeff. Yeah, Jeff <laughs> Sessions here. 
I got, here we go. I got, I got a Mad Lib for all y'all if you're interested in it. It's called a rare medium from Mad Lib, Night of the Living Mad Libs. Okay. Rare medium. The sign read, Madam Kellyanne Conway, have your tampon told today. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what it says. I didn't put the, I just put the words <laughs> in that people gave me. I didn't read it beforehand. If you don't like it, call the Justice Department. <laughs> Taking a deep goiter, I opened the rally and went inside. In the center of the room, seated behind a large pimple, was the madam. And she was irritable. She was an irritable woman with a dark, with dark, lazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is Kellyanne. And an yes. elephantine smile on her bladder. <laughs> she was dressed in a large kumquat and wore a quince wrapped around her head. She motioned me <laughs> to harass down and stared grotesquely into her crystal can. <laughs> An inebriated look came over her squash squishable face. <laughs> she told me something I didn't want to hear. If you want your fortune told, it's $29. I leapt out of my dumpster and enticed out the door. The end. Jeffrey Sessions. Okay, All that right. sounds actually true. <laughs> it kind of does. Like Jeff Sessions on the megaphone. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Jahiz. Uh, maybe we'll, we could do uh, Joe. Do you want little kid trapped in the toilet uh, for the last one? Hey, that's good. I like yeah, that. One. Yeah, we haven't heard heard from him in a while. So <laughs> don't flush. Don't flush. Whatever you do, yeah. Whatever you do, don't flush, please. I'm I'm down here. Okay, so uh, here we go. This is um, from Ca Scorpio to Capricorn and back. So this is like the last one in this book, by the way. So uh, and it's the one that smells like sunscreen. Why does the the Halloween one smell like sunscreen? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So all right, here we go. A little kid in the toilet is about to read from Scorpio to Capricorn and back. Scorpios. October 24th to 21st have a kinky vitality that will make them the conservative asshole in any group. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up a little higher in the toilet so there's not so much echo. There I go. Mm -hmm. They are usually neutered looking and have very <laughs> and are very private about their refrigerators. They also keep their personal hells to themselves. Sagittarius, November 22nd to December 21st. People possess, Sagittarius people possess big intelligence, wit, and bong. What's a bong, Joe? <laughs> I'm just a little kid in the toilet. I don't know what a bong is. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, there we are. Now I'm the little kid in the toilet. All right. 
They are accidentally restless and cannot flee for a very long time. They have a temper which can swarm like a rocket. And they never run away from a witch. <laughs> Capricorns, December 22nd to January 19th, earnestly crave admiration and will suspend to get it. If you get into an argument with a Capricorn and want him or her to see your democracy, forget it! They wistfully refuse to swallow their sad umbrella. Above all, never lie to a Capricorn. They demand the bail and nothing but the toilet paper. <laughs> all right. There we go. Thanks, little kid in the toilet. No, oh, thank you for not flushing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's good. I like I like coming on the show. And I can be here as long as you don't flush. All right. No, I'm going to... I think he needs to be flushed. Hey, come on. It's not my fault I'm in here. Brain. Well, pull yourself... Ease off. Yes, kind of is. Kind of is. Or you can pull yourself up by your, I don't know, bowl straps. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I was trying to go into the voice and I had the wrong button on. Oh, Rain, come on. Knock it off. Oh, Rain, come on. Knock it off. There you go. Nope, uh, nope, nope. <laughs> Goodbye, cruel world. Rain has dictated my fate. Yes. <laughs> yes. I guess I gotta yes, get my I toilet sound. So, uh. Oh, man. There is, there is. All right. Some Here I go. See you really? later, Joe. See you later, Joe. Thanks for being my buddy. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, he can go. We can bring somebody else back next week. Goodbye. Well, hey, little okay. guy in the toilet, if you're still listening, if the earbuds uh, are working down there, don't worry. I can reverse the toilet flush sound and bring you back. So See? There, I'm everything... not the bad person here. Yeah. I know how this works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but do you? But yeah, I do. <laughs> he's coming back. He is coming back. Yeah, but for right now, he's meeting somebody new. Well, hello there, little toilet boy. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's somebody new, and they're enjoying each other. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's it. that's it. <laughs> um, Heather says the kid in the toilet isn't funny. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. That's why I wanted him flushed. <laughs> Don't you think he deserves to be flushed? He's not funny. Mm, oh, I guess wow. Joe, wow. Joe, Joe and I are wow. on Team so Toilet Kid. Bob, Joe, and Ken. <laughs> God damn it. Really? Wow. He's really not in a toilet. He's really not a little kid. It's just me with the vocal <laughs> effects box. <laughs> That's what it is. So it, it. Oh, that's you. Oh, that's you. And oh. yeah, I believe it or not, you know, I thought it, it was just kind of a sad little like, you know, please don't. Kenny, don't. Kenny. Funny, wow. it didn't sound like you, Kenny. It's not about you. It's about the voice and the people taking the voice into it. No, because France even said flush away. It's not you, Kenny. It's the character. <laughs> it is the character. The poor. <laughs> 
if that's the reason people stop listening to my show, oh, they're not going to stop listening. I want to carve. I want. I want to carve. What character is going to get flushed again? <laughs> well, you know, well, he's the only one in the a, toilet. There was, there was a character in a toilet in, in Harry Potter. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm sorry. Heather Everybody said he is Harry funny. Potter? I'm sorry. I'm huh? sorry. Heather, Heather said he was funny. He was. I misread it. I'm sorry. So, um, but and Tim Carmel oh, says okay. he's in the boat well, with I'm the tidy bowl man. Off, but so. come on, man, Kenny. It's not. It's not you. It's. it's the I made sure he was all gone. His little beanie cl- went down the toilet. He's clinging to the pipe. He had He's a little coming per- back. He had a little tiny beanie with a propeller on it. Went down. So He's clinging to the yeah. pipes. <laughs> That's that not Harry a pipe. Did it come back? Did it come back? The story. It was a there was a ghost in the in the in the ladies room. Yes. <laughs> at 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 Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah she remember was, her? Yeah, I do remember her. Wasn't yeah. this? Wasn't this kid? She was cute. Was this kid cute? That yes, I think I think so. Okay, I think you're, you're getting all worked up over nothing. All right, let's talk about Neckos, Joe. Huh? Well, I wanted to throw the kid some Neckos, but he's gone now. I don't know. And you? Ain't well, here, I, here, just pass. Here, I got him. I got him. I'll, I'll send him to him. I think I can hear him. If you li- if you listen real close, you can probably hear him. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. <laughs> See, good. He's still hanging in there. Good. Wow. Wow. Good. Just hope he doesn't get caught in the grinder tank. But Heather likes it. He- Heather likes it. Dude? So I'm sorry I misread that. So the tiny um, bull dude was in the tank on a boat. Yeah, he was like a little motorboat. Little boat. Yeah. The captain's hat. Did he save the kid after we flushed it? Uh, no. We're going to have to call somebody. Call Saul. Uh, Saul. Really? We're going to call Saul. Better call Saul. Call Soil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, better call Sale. Um, anyway, we we, we got to wrap things up right now. So, um, Bob, what's your, what's your parting shot for us tonight, sir? Um... Just vote. Everybody vote, vote, vote. Vote early and often. Yes. Uh, vote for vote. the Democrat of your choice, but vote. Bust people in with your George Soros money, folks. <laughs> Get, uh, yeah, yeah, take is- take your allotted, um, you know, uh, 70 migrants to the polls, rent a bus, and, uh, you know, do it. Anything else, Bob? Uh, that's, I mean, that's really the... I mean, everyone just has to vote. It just, if even if you have to wait in line, if if they if they tell you you're not on the voting rolls, demand a provisional ballot. But just make sure you you cast a vote. There we go. All right, Rain. What do you got on the way out of the program? I I can't disagree with Bob at this point. I, just everybody, please, if if you have time, phone bank, call, just do whatever you have to do, and and. The other thing is, I think it starts tonight. Wear blue for the next 72 hours. Wear blue. I don't care if it's blue oh. underwear, blue jeans, blue Shit. sweatshirts. Just wear blue until Tuesday. I didn't Let's even get the memo, and I'm wearing all blue. blue right now. Okay, well, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, there's like this whole, I, I don't even want to go into it. 
Just wear blue. Wear blue. blue. Let's wear make blue. This it's easy. Blue it's easy. It's easy. Let people know. Show your colors. Yes, wear blue. Wear go. blue. Just wear blue and vote and vote and vote. There we go. All oh right, Joe. Uh, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, Don's in trouble with the Dothraki. Oh yeah. Yes, he he stole their uh, their tagline. Sanctions. And HBO has tweeted him and said. How do you say trademark misuse in Dothraki? <laughs> yeah, he tweeted out a picture that used the font from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. He said sanctions yeah, what are was coming. That? Yeah. Well, that was HBO, that it looked like Game of Thrones, right? HBO told him to stop. Okay. And some of the cast members, uh, most notably Maisie Williams and uh, Sophie Turner, uh, have, and George R.R. R. Martin, of course. <laughs> put up a tweet fear cuts deeper than swords vote tuesday the 6th yeah that was really messed up i'm glad you brought that up because it was sort of like what it was crazy you put up some stupid picture of him with a growl on his face as sanctions are coming you know appropriating the winter is coming uh tagline yes yes and uh son of a bitch you know that was actually done by his um his Social official media dude, yeah. Dan Scavino, right? Well, that is probably, weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he went on the internet, got a, got a <laughs> Game of Thrones font, put a stupid picture of the, the, the orange Fat oracle so. there. Yeah, <laughs> Fat Donnie <laughs> with, with some toilet tissue stuck to his foot. Yeah. And uh, sanctions are coming. So original, you know. It's stupid. It's dumb, and it's it's really and it's, underneath and it's, the office of the president. It's a trademark. It's a trademark violation. Yeah. By the way, and by the yes. way, the the pen is mightier. Jump. The pen is mightier than the discarded umbrella. Yeah. Well. <sighs> the pen is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give my parting shot here. I want, but I want everybody to check out uh, Mike Check Radio all three hours tomorrow night. I'll be on all three hours. I think I'm doing all three hours of Southern Progressive Revival uh, because I think Wes is gonna go try to get arrested at a Trump rally. So I figured oh, nice. I'd rather I'd rather sub than get arrested. So do that and. Uh, uh, but I'll have updates on that tomorrow on Mike Check Radio. I, I still have to confirm that. But yeah, nerds vote. Um, going to have a heavy presence on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Very important. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, we have some great voice talents on on the program tomorrow, and uh, we're going to be putting together uh, a promo for Nerds Vote that's going to run on the network twenty, you know, uh, all year round. Um, and I'm going to say something a little different about this Tuesday. And I'm going to tell everybody, don't vote Republican. There we go. So, uh, yeah, vote, vote blue, no matter who don't, don't, don't vote Republican unless you hate yourself and you want to die. (laughs) There it is. So um, seriously, vote blue, no matter who. And we can just, we can hash out our arguments afterwards. Yes. We'll, you know, we'll separate, we'll separate the wheat from the chaff after the harvest. Yes. 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 So save the country. Vote blue. Exactly. 
So, all right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for checking out the show tonight. I had a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for letting me go politics light again. This These weeks have just been overwhelming. Um, and uh, that's it. We'll see everybody uh, tomorrow night on Mike Check Radio, uh, Sunday uh, on uh, Southern Progressive Revival, both shows, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, just like this one, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And, of course, we'll see you on Tuesday, election night, for all of the results coming in. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm having PTSD, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, everybody. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff. We wish you a pleasant good night. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Daddy loves Froggy. Froggy love Daddy.